got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. Biggie. Bam, 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 bam. Bam, bam. Bam, 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 bam. Get it how you live. Trying to be professional and do segments the day before. Oh, yeah. How accommodating of you, sir. Uh, this 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 is um, this is starting to feel legitimate. Just so it's gonna oh wait 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 <laughs> you think this huh. wait uh wait till we probably give me like another two to three weeks, brah. Oh ho oh, 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 okay. yeah. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it's gonna okay. be uh it's gonna be a different uh it's gonna be a different story, but we got a we got my main man Todd waiting in the wing should be joining us soon. Um, but ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, let me uh, introduce you all to my prestigious and illustrious co-host Ross. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! I was ready. Along with uh, yours truly, Saul here, and uh, we are get it how you live with a U. With a U. Get it how you live. Pay the price. Can't find a wanna. Hold you in our hearts. Yo, I appreciate the uh the intro. That was oh no. That was was very graceful of you, sir. That's that's not that that's the that's the very least. You are a gentleman and a scholar. Speaking of a gentleman and a scholar. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, hold on one second. (laughs) Hold on one second. Give my man some horns. I think think he's in the building right now. He deserves it. He deserves everything. Gentlemen, gentlemen, how's it going? (laughs) This is... is, It's going well. It's going a lot better now that you've joined us here. The man, the myth. I'm excited. The I'm legend. Ex- you, I'm excited you're here. Yeah, you're you're giving here. us some some legitimacy here, sir. Um, well, we'll see. Now, now you're setting expectations. I gotta live up to. I was I was hoping I could just you know come uh, come in, you know, slide in the back door, be like ambient noise. And brother, <laughs> brother, the fact that you are here, the fact that you are here already raises our uh, our profile. So you go. I'm, I'm I'm excited. I'm I'm excited. You know, Saul. So Saul. So I'm always down to work with you, Ross. I'm excited, man. This is this is gonna be fun. Yes, I'm, sir. I'm I'm sir. hey hey I'm a fan. You have a fan on your show right now. Whoa, 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 <laughs> I'm sir. a I'm 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 here to get it get it how you live. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. I'm a, I'm That's a fan. That's what I'm talking about. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too funny. Yeah. So so a lot of people don't. I, well, I mean, I guess a lot of people know that uh, I did. Uh, high school basketball broadcast. It's okay. You can say a lot of people don't know who I am. That's perfectly no, fine. No, no, no. Give a man a proper intro. Trust me. People, people, a lot more people know who you are than they know who I am. I'll tell you that right now. Facts. Uh, <laughs> straight up. But, uh, but yeah, no. So uh, I, I want to introduce to everybody um, somebody that I, I cherish near and dear to my heart, um, mm. not only on a uh, professional level, but on a personal level as well. Because he truly is one of the most genuine people I've ever met, and um, 
it's tough to come by uh, characters like this, especially in, 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 in that kind of industry, like just in the media uh, and, and the broadcasting kind of industry. I mean, everybody's nice. Everybody's cool. But, you know, it, it, <laughs> it comes like, no, go ahead. What, <laughs> what were you going to say? Because you might explain it a little better than I could. Well, I was just going to say there's a lot of fake. There's a lot, there's a lot of people who will smile in your face and pat you on the back and then try to pull your seat out from underneath you when you, you go to sit down. So um i I, yeah i am i'm go ahead i don't want to interrupt finish finish and then i'll tell (laughs) you i'll I'll tell you how you how you get me a little misty-eyed over here well no because it's true and uh i i i have been blessed and honored to to work with you for such a long uh like like a long arc of time here (laughs) you know what i mean we're getting getting old yeah we we go way back so um it's funny because a lot of people always see like what i post uh, whenever I do these uh, high school tournaments, uh, basketball mm-hmm. tournaments, or um, you know everything else, but uh, they've never really gotten a chance to hear you. So everybody, I would love to welcome onto Get It How You Live this week, my main mad Todd Bono, because I, listen, nobody else, nobody else like this person. Trust me, and everybody, you better listen to this podcast. Everybody, Todd, <laughs> I'm in there, Todd. Yeah. Well, well, again, I'm I I truly. <laughs> I truly am excited to be on with you guys, and it, it does uh, it does mean a lot what you said, Sal. And I, I don't think, to be honest, I feel the same way about you, and I don't think our partnership would be where it's at and endure over the year. I mean, it's been over 10 years now. I think it might even be closer to 13 now. Um, you know, it, it doesn't it doesn't endure unless you truly feel those genuine things about somebody. So, again, your talent and everything, it, it, it is – it is what it is, um, but you're, you know, I feel the same way about the type of person you are, the things you stand for, and, and 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 all and all that good <laughs> stuff, and 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 you know, I, I I know if you got Ross with you, Ross. Oh, yeah, but I get to know you. I'm I'm sure you're you're, oh, you're a good guy, too. one of the good guys too. He just he just likes because we've been rolling for so long. He just kind of. <laughs> Puts yeah. with you keep you keep it you keep him in check though, right? That's, <laughs> he he needs that sometimes. He needs that's, you know that's sometimes. What it is. <laughs> sometimes I just got to do a little tap on the Ross doesn't know about that. Sometimes I just got to do a little tap tap on the table. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, kinda, he, he knows he's he's good. We have a uh, we have our signals, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's always over the air, um, but you know we can't we can't let it be seen on on camera sometimes. So yeah. hey, we gotta we gotta know what's going on. Like, wrap, Todd, it up, Todd, wrap it up, Todd, Todd is my Todd is Todd is my Ross in the broadcast. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, then I feel like I've known you all my life, Todd. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but yep. yeah, man, we're uh, we're super glad to have you on. Um, we're gonna put you through the ringer here because. Uh, I believe, uh, man. I, yeah, this is your first time on. I Let's do it. It is. It is my. It is my debut. I'm. I'm excited though. I'm, and oh, I. Hey, I owe it to. You. I owe it to you. You've. You've. You've come on a couple of times, and it's. It's. <laughs> it's kind of been the same thing. <laughs> little. Little inside trade secret. A lot of times, it's hey, what are you doing? You just want to come on and talk. Like I don't. Sometimes I give you a topic, but other times I'm just like, hey. Uh, I know you can talk, so let's go. Um, so, so I always I owe this to you. So I'm here. I'm ready. No, you're kidding me. I I'm I'm glad. Trust me. I uh, and I don't have it, to steer the ship. This is fun. I I don't have to steer the ship. No, right? you, you sit back and relax. I usually <laughs> let Ross handle most of everything. But um, but yeah. So uh, 
you know, I guess what I really wanted you to, to bring you on here was I, I just kind of want people to to get to know you a little bit more and 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 just uh, just kind of uh, wanted to just get to know a little bit more about what you're doing uh, with your show and everything like that and let everybody know. Um, I, I just think you're 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 one of the up and coming important voices uh, locally here. So um, if I can try to bring a spotlight to you, I will. And um, usually we start off with our wows and pals. Um, so Ross, I'll let uh, Ross start off with a with, with the wows and pals. You'll kind of uh, you'll kind of hear the flow of it, and um, okay, you know we'll get to me, and then uh, we'll go ahead and hear your wows and pals, and then uh, we'll take it from there. But Ross, holler at me, man. I didn't get a chance to talk to you a little earlier today, minus uh, minus us uh, texting a little bit here and forth or back and forth a little bit. But um, what's been going on, bro? How's uh, how's your so week been? With wows and pals. I want I, you. You had to take Kondo story for me. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> Say that again. Type on no, no, no. You got you got a Taekwondo story for me. No, none of that, none of that, none of that. No, 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 uh, no Taekwondo story. But I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Let's start with the pal. Um, so my boss, who's been my boss for about five years, but we've been cool for about nine years ever since I started working at the college. Just literally like dropped the bomb on us earlier this week. That he's actually leaving. Oh, yeah, he's leaving. And Thursday, the 9th, is gonna be his last day. And, um, yeah, we weren't, no, nobody on the team was ready. Nobody on the team was ready. So, so it's and been he just kind gave of like, all a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it, I, I think I think it speaks to where he is in life and where he is with like the institution itself. I guess I don't guess I know that there, there are a lot of changes that have been coming down the pipeline and a lot of people haven't been too uh, too excited about the way that we've been treated institutionally and things of that nature. So he was he was one of those people who was kind of a, a morale booster for everybody at the very least trying. And uh, now, now he he was like, "Yo, Daddy got to get paid, so he's the, out." The system beat him down. No, oh, the system—they <laughs> ran him out. Todd. They ran him out. So, so my man is out. So that was kind of like uh, that was a that was a that was a gut punch. Also, a reality mm. check to the rest of us. Like, yo, things might just be worse than we thought because we've always saw him as like the consummate professional and a company mm. man. You know, he's, he's wow. always had like, yeah, he's always had like this, this good emotional intelligence that you would want from your supervisor. And he just treated everybody right. He just treated everybody right. He just always tried to be fair and let everybody like let everybody say their piece. I've seen I've, I've been in meetings when when you know, people who are who are his subordinates kind of just read him the riot act, not to him personally, but just in terms of like venting off certain frustrations with what's been going on institutionally and he just you know the man would just take it take it into consideration literally like genuinely show empathy and then carry on so so for him to be gone for him to be leaving that was that's a big pile that's a big like like i said yeah all right but now we're gonna move on to this wow and it's a while I said, like, yo, I can't believe that this happened. I think you all have an idea of what I'm talking about, and I'm guessing we may touch up on that a little later. But I'm just going to say, yo, 
Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> yes. I was yes. not ready. <laughs> yes. Yes. The ESPN's a dumpster fire, aren't they? Oh my goodness. Wow. Yeah, don't 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 say don't you know don't say too too much because this is exactly what I wanted to talk about. All right. So I I, I, I that's my wow, ladies and gentlemen. That's a good Bishop pep. Sycamore High School out of the great state of Ohio, I believe. Maybe maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't that's not vetted yet. We're not sure. Could be Texas. Uh, oh, what is what are your wows and pals, kind sir? Um, you know, so I I, I guess my my wow and pal would, would be almost one in the same. Um so, you know, I, I as soon as I I got the the first job offer for for um, the uh, like the software logistics company, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I I walked out of there and my and I got an email from a uh, another company mm. wanting to schedule an interview. I'm not sure if I mentioned this last week or not. I I feel like I might have. I I, I got to go back and listen. I I always keep forgetting to. I but... think you might have because I remember yeah. you talking about to get a new job, and then I think I vaguely remember you saying something about you were a free agent. Though. Yes, oh, yes. Me. Thank you, thank you so much. You're absolutely Yo, right. So yeah, Todd was really listening. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I told y'all a fan. <laughs> I know, right? I, I'm amazed. All... <laughs> hey, I think we might have 19 listeners now, Ross. Yo, we're growing. <laughs> A whopping it's 19. A, it's it's but, it's a marathon, not a sprint. Yes. Yeah. Oh man, tell me about it. Um, so I uh, I am playing like the free agent kind of kind of card uh, about this whole you know kind of um, you know like like accepting uh, interviews and and looking at job offers because I, I mean for a second there there was nothing coming in and all of a sudden uh, you know I kind of started getting hits on stuff so I was pretty excited about that so. Um, I, that interview um, didn't go as well as I thought it would go because I accepted that, inter- that interview. It got pushed back another day. Um, I got an email from the guy saying something came up and then he had to move it to the next day. And um, the throughout the email, uh, you know, everything sounded okay, kind of, but uh, the pay wasn't there. And uh, I, I let him know that. I was like, listen, everything sounds great. Um, but to be honest with you, I, I can't accept this position uh, for that kind of uh, for that kind of pay for that. You know, it's it's, it's just there's just no way I can do that. I'm I'm already making X amount of what I'm making now. And that's what I told them uh, what this new job is offered me. So I went with that. And I was like, if they can't, you know, if you guys can't at least match this or or make a better offer, then, you know, essentially, I can't really accept this position. I'm sorry. Um, so the guy told me like yeah he'd, he'd consider me for uh i don't know another position whatever i don't i don't know he, he said he'd keep my 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 application and my name like in the hat for whatever and i'm thinking well yeah sure you can do that whatever you do whatever you like <laughs> i you know I, I already told you i'm not gonna accept that position for that kind of money so um that was like the i guess the pal right because it was like yeah i was kind of looking forward to that i was hoping I, I could see what I could get offered from them, but it wasn't what I thought. Well, a day goes by and here's the wow. I get an email from, I guess, his like, uh, you know, like, like, like the guy above him or, or somebody else in the department. And he wants to schedule an, another interview with me. 
And, and I, I was mixed get up. It. I was confused. Yeah, I, I was like, is this, is this, uh, like for the same position? Or I don't know. I, I, I had an interview just yet, just yesterday with, uh, you know, this person about said job, and I, I had to kind of turn it down. And he's like, well, yeah, no, he, he let me know that, uh, you weren't excited about the, the pay scale for the job or whatever, um, but you know, he said that we should keep in consideration and for some something else and. I don't know what, and I and, and we'd like to get to meet you and this, that, and the third. So now, apparently, I got some another interview, the second interview, uh, which is like some virtual, you know, Microsoft Teams kind of thing interview uh, on Tuesday coming up for this company. And I guess they're going to maybe pitch me an offer that uh, hopefully I can't refuse. So oh, Don't embarrass me. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, I mean, and I mean, it might not even be that, but. It might just be somewhere maybe I, I fit into the company and, and it could be a whole other different kind of thing. But uh, regardless, it, uh, it it was pretty weird. I've never really had this happen to me before. So I'm pretty excited about um, kind of like having enough. Uh, uh, and I don't want to say like the, 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 like the, the balls to like kind of turn this job down. But, you know, initially with the with the initial pay. But it's kind of like, hey, it's nice if you, you have know, that you option. Realize... Though. What's that? It's nice if you have that option, though. Like that, that's a great. Yeah, thing yeah. And and that's the thing. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I guess I've never really had that kind of option before. Mm. And uh, it's kind of cool to see like a company be like, well, yeah, we, 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 we see your credentials and 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 we've seen, you know, everything else, and and you sound great. You know what? You might be a better fit for something else. And, you know, we'll be able to pay you what you're asking for. So hopefully that's that's kind of the way it works out. But, um, yeah, it's been an interesting uh, uh, interesting last couple of weeks with with the job hunts and everything like that. Um, my main man, Todd, wows and pals, give them to us. Uh, well, come on. My, my, yeah, wow, yeah. my wow is that I'm here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, that's a, that's a easy... Okay. okay. My, my wow is, is, is my, my debut. And I mean, I mean, I realize I sound tongue in cheek when I say that, but that is that. I, yes, I am tongue in cheek, but yes, there's also a lot of sincerity. Well, I'm excited to be here with you guys this week, so that is definitely my wow. Um, my pal would probably be the situation going on with my son's hand because um, he. Well, let me tell the story like this: He broke his hand, fractured his hand last week, according to the ER. But then we went to the orthopedist today, and she says that she believes it's just a deep contusion, and he doesn't need a hard cast, so she's going to keep him in the splint. So um, now I'm like, uh, do I need a third opinion here? Or uh, so I, you know, uh, that was kind of my pal because I, I don't know. I mean, I sure. Um, what are I'm, you going to do? That's weird. I don't. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean. So the ER, it's possible his hand was very swollen. It's possible, you know, they're they're not an orthopedic specialists. Um, and you know, and I think you know, you may know this all, but my my best friend is an ER doctor in California. Um, so probably actually, I'm just going to talk to him as well and see like uh, what you know advice. Um, but it's it's uh, maybe they misread the the email listening. Maybe they misread the X-ray or saw something that wasn't there. Now, the, um. The orthopedic specialist today took a whole new set of x-rays and everything else. And um, when they joined, was able to move his fingers. Um, 
and uh, and so that was a little bit better. Um, he still can't make a fist though. So I think right now we are gonna see what happens over the next two weeks, um, and okay. then if we don't feel it's right, then we'll probably be like, all right. Um, but the only thing is, you know, are we are we in two weeks or uh, I don't know. So I, I got some stuff to think about. I I hope it's a contusion because I definitely don't want to see him in a hard cast for six weeks. Right. Um, but. So so we'll see. It does. I will say this: the swelling, because today was the first time that I saw it with the initial splint off. Um, it does look better already. The swelling has gone down tremendously. Um, and like I said, he's got movement in his fingers now, which is a lot better. So we'll 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 see. He says he's not in pain, so I guess that's also good. Um, How old so is he? He is seven. Uh, he'll be eight in two months. Ross, how how old is Nas? Eight. Now he's gonna be eight in November, sir. In two okay, huh. okay, there you go. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> what? What? Uh, uh, do you mind what day? November seventh. Oh, okay. Mine, mine is the seventeenth. Ah. <laughs> and I'm only saying that because my my cousin, his son, was born on the twenty third, same year, all twenty third. Oh, okay. Look at that. Huh. Um, Ross, Nas ever come close to breaking anything, or th- th- did I miss any any kind of crazy? No, story man. Like that? So far. So far, we've been lucky. No, no, okay. he's just—he's just like when he was younger. <laughs> that's a funny thing to say about a seven-year-old. But when he was <laughs> younger, he used to have ear infections, like it was going out of style. Um, I had that when I was a kid. Yeah, uh, yeah. Turns out he had like fluid in his ears. Yeah. Did you have to have him drained and everything? Yeah. And yeah, I had that like, when I was a kid. Yeah. He felt like the shittiest parents yeah. ever. <laughs> And uh, yeah, he had like tubes in his ears and all that fun stuff. But um, yeah, he, he's cool. I, th- I think it started when um, I mean that's that's a little bit of a deviant, but I, I promise I digress. But we'll we'll get back to the to the matter at hand. But <laughs> we're good. Go for it. <laughs> we, we went to our for a wellness check once, and then um, they were saying you know like your son should be saying this much, blah 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 blah. And at one point we we're like, yo, he doesn't really doesn't really talk that much. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, he talks, but he doesn't really talk that much. Like, yeah. like does he know 50 words? Does he? Now we can't shut him up. But back then, back then it was, it was a concern. And then it turns out, yeah, he couldn't hear us. And it, it was, it was just that. Cause I remember there were times when we would be like in the kitchen and he would be in the living room and we'd be making like using the blender and he, he wouldn't even finch. Like, he didn't even flinch. Now he puts his, his fingers over his over ears when something is too loud. So it was just like, wow. Like, we really, uh, I mean, we lucked out that that we we were, we decided to take him to an audiologist and all yeah. that stuff. But that's not what this podcast is about. No, that, I mean, so, I, 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 I just want to know. Yeah, like, Todd, can, I mean, can I add happen to you like the same? So, well, I honestly, I don't remember because I was, I was, I was like an infant. Like, I don't even know if I was, so I don't remember. Um, yeah. And I don't remember what caused it, honestly, off the top of my head. Um, I'm sure my parents have told me, but I just, I don't remember. Uh, but yeah, because I don't even know. I think maybe I was a year old, maybe when they had them drained. I, I was pretty oh, young. Wow. I remember that. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that's young. Yeah. That's super yeah. young. Um, okay. You'll, you'll appreciate this though. So I'll just be- before, so now you you know the story. I last year I had Jonah in hybrid all year long, so this is his first time back to school. Uh, so this past Monday, now this goes with the hand injury. This past Monday, he injured his hand last Tuesday. This past <laughs> Monday, he was supposed to start basketball camp. 
for the first uh, time in a year. <laughs> and now he's down for the whole camp. Even if it's a, it's a four week camp, and even if it's uh even if it's a contusion, it keeps him out for the whole camp. Yeah, yeah. There's no <laughs> way. Like, to... The poor kid. I was like, poor kid. Oh, someday, yeah. someday he'll get back on the basketball court. <laughs> Um, I know Ross's son is playing uh, baseball. I know he's doing taekwondo now. What's up with baseball season? You started. Oh no, it's, it's we had a we, there was a practice yesterday. Oh dang! Oh yeah, he's out there, man. He's out there. <laughs> he's doing his thing. Facts. All right, gentlemen. Well, let's uh, let's get through the nitty gritty <laughs> <laughs> because I do just want to want to talk about this real quick. Uh, um, what 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 are they called again? Bishop Sycamore or something? What what? Uh, something something that's not a real bishop's name. That's well, for sure. I, so so they didn't even research that part. They didn't even they didn't yeah, even like, see how how bishops are named. Todd, all right, so explain this to Todd. Do you know the story? Kind of. Do you know so what's, what's I, going on? I don't I, know. So yeah, I I, I came not, into I the story. Know. Yeah, I, I came into the story late. So um preface I, I, so yeah okay let me let me stick to the this i i had a whole thing on my show last week about espn being a dumpster fire but um yeah, yeah so, they are they really are <laughs> so I, I guess they had a game on last sunday or the sunday before a high school game and they were that showcasing sunday, you're right <laughs> sunday right they were showcasing <laughs> lmg academy which is in south florida i think right? yes sir um, yes sir and they were playing this team bishop sycamore um and apparently, the crux of the story is, apparently, nobody from ESPN vetted this team, vetted to see if they were a real location, vetted to see if anything, if these were real students, if they were anything. Uh, this was supposed to be a competitive football game. LMG won, I think it was like in the 50s. Oh, 58-0, sir. 58 to nothing. 58-0, sir. Um, and, I mean, LMG Academy is full of, like, you know, your five-star recruits going to Alabama and everywhere else, uh, that's a big-name school. And, I mean, I guess the story is also that these kids from Bishop Sycamore played on Friday night and then turned around again and played on Sunday what? on a day's rest. Something yep. Um, game in three days. There's, they may – they're listed as – I think you said it earlier, Ross, right? They're listed as Ohio – but mm-hmm. there's some confusion as maybe they might be based in Texas. Mm. Like it is, it is, it is wild. And then uh, uh, there's much, there's much more to this story. Um, I just haven't had a chance to get caught up on it this week. I really want to though. I will say though, the thing that cracked me up the most is Twitter. Twitter has been all over oh, this, my and God. they are roasting ESPN. The best one that I've, I'm sure there's great ones, but the one that keeps making me laugh is they keep playing the uh, Key and Peel clip. Where they're yes. doing the North South introductions, oh, it's just it's just killing me every time. But um, yeah, I mean, if, if you guys I, if you guys know more to the story too, yeah, like, just Ra- Ra- jump, jump Ra- on in because it's Ra- wild. So Ra- let me so let yeah, me add ahead. a little bit to what um because all I know our... is all I know is real quick is the the, the 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 players aren't aren't high school kids. No, some of them play <laughs> for <a> JUCO. <laughs> yeah. A couple of them played for JUCOs in, in previous seasons, so they're like in yeah. the 20s. Yeah. Um, we have we have we have a situation where um you have the school, the school, so they were saying how some of the people in the school, like the athletic director, was paying for equipment with bad checks. Yeah. 
Like they were writing <laughs> yeah, I did see that. Yep. bouncing. Um, we have a situation. So what ESPN has done, and that that shout out to them. They have a um, what was it was it Paragon? So basically, they say that they uh, when it comes to their high school matchups, right? They've they've basically outsourced that to another company, and that company comes to them with the matchups. So it's Paragon, I believe, Paragon Entertainment or something okay. of the sort. That's what ESPN is saying. Okay, so the thing is, Bishop Sycamore built itself as a school that has a number of uh, Division One prospects, right? <laughs> the thing is, during the broadcast, you hear the broadcasters, and that's why I'm so happy that it's you two, that Todd is on, because you guys are a duo, or a broadcasting duo as well. But you hear the broadcasters, like, there's a guy who got hurt. And the broadcasters are like, yo, he's not on the, he's not on the roster. Who is hey, 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 Ron. <laughs> oh god, this is, like, I'm, I'm, is hey so I'm having I'm, I'm having flashbacks to Slam Academy right now. So <laughs> Bro, so oh my, oh my, Ross. So lot not I guess it was twenty nineteen. We had hold on Ross, we had a coach try to get me kicked off a broadcast. <laughs> oh, this is great. Let's let's talk, let's talk about it. This is good. This is good. Twenty nineteen. Uh I, I've never heard of the school before in my life. Um, I guess what do they call what like some what, what are Slam schools? Academy and it is Pitbull's uh it's P- Pitbull's Charter School. Oh boy. I guess yeah. but it's just for basketball. So it's pretty much like uh when above the rim happened, you remember Tupac's basketball team? Yeah, I remember that very well. <laughs> yeah. This is literally the vibes I got. The minute I found out that it was like Pitbull's uh you know, like his basketball team, his AAU team, pretty much, or whatever. That he's it was. It was an AAU team. Yeah, but go ahead, Todd. So, so it was. Room. It was. So, for, and, and I don't want to get too full because we'll we'll stick to Bishop Sigmar. But <laughs> basically, the way the city, for those who don't know, the way the city beautiful is structured is it's a mixture of uh, private schools and public schools. Um, so you see a lot of different styles, a lot of different whatever great matchups. So Slam came in, and I guess they just thought because they were special that they were just going to run the gym and mm. everybody they played um was just schooling them like they were running set offenses on them and just killing them um mm-hmm. and so we are always impartial um and like i'm not even saying that joking like sal and i are always impartial and yeah yeah we, we really were just are. we were just calling the game and i guess there were families who were live listening to the game and they didn't like it, what we were saying. We weren't saying anything wrong. Um, so anyway, they they complained. The coach went to the head of the tournament and tried, like, literally wanted me off the broadcast. And the head of the tournament was like, uh, he's like, well, I'll listen to the broadcast. He said, but Todd's a certified broadcaster. He's neutral. I, I don't mm. anything. So, yeah. so he, listened, he listened to it, right? He listened to it. There was nothing wrong. Um, and then like the next day, this guy was still on it and they literally told him the tournament organizers told him, Ross, if you don't like it, take your team and go home. Now we are not removing him off the broadcast. This was the same guy, right? So do you remember they had to tell him to stop cursing? Cause they, yeah, cause that's they what, some- that was one of the things that he didn't like. I had said, all I said in the broadcast, Sal, uh, was that, remember I was like, uh, he better calm down before he finds himself thrown out of the game. That yes. was my commentary because yes. he yes. already had one technical. 
that was my commentary. Oh, uh, but they all, they also had to chastise him because he was cursing at the players in the locker room so loud that the other team in the other locker room Can could hear him. Hear him. <laughs> and the other the other coach of the other team was like, "What is going on?" Um, so yeah, it was a mess. They they really they were an AAU team and they were frustrated. That's really, I mean, would you agree, Sal? They came in and they they were getting. They were getting housed by teams that, you know, that played practice. together and could run set yeah. offenses. Yep. <laughs> uh, needless to say, they were never invited back to the tournament. Uh, no, no. I'm but, trying yeah. to think, that, did he come up and sit upstairs while we were broadcasting? Remember, he kept no? coming and walking by us. Okay. He never came and, he never came and said anything to us. Okay. Which also, I mean, I'm like, to a man, if you have a problem with the broadcast, I mean, whatever. But. Um, but yeah, it was, it was really, it was, it was comical, but that's what, uh, Bishop Sycamore reminds me of, of Slam Academy. Yeah. Um, did, did Slam Academy ever have a GoFundMe page? <laughs> so did they really have a GoFundMe page? They started a GoFundMe page back on August 21st. What private school? What private school needs a GoFundMe account? Listen, they needed $20,000 to fund the mm. football team. Ended mm. up making 140 bucks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they sure did. Let's talk about. Let's talk about the head coach. Oh God, Roy Johnson, who by the way has been fired. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> he's been fired from. Got- <laughs> he's been fired from Sycamore. <laughs> I don't know. This is hilarious. This oh, is hilarious. My. Did they give um, a reason for his termination? Um, let, let me tell I mean, you. aside from, you know, letting kids play two games in three days, probably <laughs> oh, it not. Oh, get, it gets good. It gets, it gets good, Todd. I think if Ross is going to say, it, it gets really good. Wait till you hear this. <laughs> let, me, let me see. It doesn't say why he got fired. I thought it was going to be because of the... Uh... Oh, well, well, he does face an active warrant in Ohio <laughs> for failure to appear in a domestic violence case that was eventually dropped to a criminal mischief charge, according to Fox News. Oh, no, no, no. Fake news. The warrant, the warrant, was, issued, the warrant was issued on July 2nd, and it's still active. In addition to that, he's going to have to go to trial for defaulting on a $100,000 loan mm. from First Merchants Bank. He used the loan to operate another school called Christians of Faith Academy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, yeah. he, see here i thought it was because of the uh and, and, i mean I, and i'll say it, it was the bump fight he got the kids to beat up the bum what what yo so <laughs> all right yeah okay so apparently they got to practice early or something and he saw a uh would appear to be a homeless person trying to break into his car. Um, calls the players out over there, and uh, proceeds to order the players to beat up this bum. Like they're the players are interviewed about this and speak about this. Two of the players say that they didn't know what to do because he ordered them to beat up this uh, homeless person that I guess tried to break into his car. I mean, where do we even go? Where there's so many avenues, where do we even go here? Let me um, see. Let me see if I hold on, because I think if I can, let me see if this is the clip of uh, of that of that one of that player that got hurt. Let me see if I can if, if this is it. 
Uh, the injured player for Bishop Sycamore is number 54. We do not have a 54. <laughs> oh, my God. It's you and I, Saul. It is so you and I. <laughs> what? <laughs> number 45. Uh, I don't. I don't have that on my roster, Saul. So how about you? <laughs> Ross, Ross, when I tell you, Todd and I have been there. <laughs> Yo, so, so have you, so. So obviously it was basketball, so it was rare. There were rare instances. I don't know that you've ever seen athletes share equipment, but at yeah. this game, athletes were sharing helmets. I mean, uh, all right. Uh, I, so okay, wow. I never played. I never played football, but I would assume I would. You cannot. Your, your helmet, helmet should be specific. Okay, I was gonna say if the, anything would be specific, I could see maybe sharing shoulder pads or like your thigh. I would think your helmet would be like no, specific you even... to you, like you and, 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 and protecting COVID? your dome. <laughs> it is. You can't. You can't wear a. Uh, you cannot wear someone else. I mean, I wouldn't advise it. I would not advise wearing someone else's. Helmet. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's. I'm sure there's probably a rule that you can't. Uh, but I also would just assume, in general, like it's that's just, just not, not a good advised. idea. <laughs> I mean, it depends on on how on on the high school's budget. I, I'll let me throw that out there too, because yeah, I have seen some sketchy things back in my. Well, I, I mean, I hit. I play well, high see, school football. That's if it. you guys would have donated to their GoFundMe, then they would have enough money to buy the helmet. Wow. So, see, this is all our fault. Wow, this is <laughs> this is our this is our fault. You can't I, buy uh, you can't buy helmets for a full team with one hundred forty dollars. Bro, you can't buy one helmet for one hundred forty dollars. <laughs> Oh I, uh, god. I just don't know how like how does this get that far? Let me see. I have let, let me see if I have another I've got another clip real quick from one of the from the ESPN's uh ESPN's broadcasting uh, uh team here. Let me see God bless what, they, what they say here. Hold on. Bishop Sycamore told us they had a number of division one prospects on their roster. To be frank, a lot of that we could not verify. In the databases of other recruiting services, so it's okay if that's what you're telling us. Fine, that's how we take it in. From what we've seen so far, this is not a fair fight. And, and there's yo, so these guys are my these guys are my spirit animal right now. So my man says this is not a fair fight. I need any and everyone who is listening right now to remember that I mentioned earlier, and I believe Saul said it too. Some of these guys were JUCO players. Yeah, they're playing like, against high school dudes, right? and they're getting mollywopped 58-0. Right? Now, I'm not saying because you're older, you should be better. I'm just saying, damn. Right? <laughs> like, yep. Damn. They're talking about one of the players out there, like, towards ACL. Could you imagine being a grown man tearing your ACL? <laughs> well, Saul, if you, play two if you play two games in 48 hours, yeah. that might happen. I can't even it's imagine that. happen. I can't it's imagine happen. Which, I believe, I mean, now it's been canceled. But uh, the next game was supposed to be on Tuesday, and they were going to play Duncanville High School. <laughs> hey, listen, that, that, that whole season should be next week. They were going to play Duncanville High School in Texas. Somebody needs to tell – somebody needs to be like, until you can show us a land lease for a physical school. 
Straight you're gonna, up. You're going to cease and desist on operation. Yo, straight up. I need some birth certificates. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, the, the, the uh. governor... The governor of Ohio was like, like many Ohioans, I am concerned with the recent reports and questions raised about Bishop Sycamore. While this weekend's football game brought concerns about the health and safety of players, it has also raised red flags about the school's operations. Bruh, what school? (laughs) What school? Have you been to the website? There's nothing on the website. You got a picture of a football player. That's it. (laughs) Did he did he end that presser by saying, you know, unless they want to play for Ohio State? <laughs> <laughs> no, Jim Tressel's not coaching there anymore. So uh, yeah, or or Urban Meyer. So we're, we're, we're good. We're, so we're we're good. They won't make those concessions. Oh God, this this is a this is a wild story. I mean, it is what it's wild on so many levels. Like it is, it just the whole Bishop Sycamore thing is 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 wild. Um, that just no, but like not even not even ESPN, but just like even LMG didn't like vet out who their opponent was going to be, or and or didn't care. Like that's the other, I guess, flip of the coin. Well, you know, IMG's like, yo, <laughs> put anybody in front of us, we're right? Decimate like, them. Yeah. So you know, they're well, like, apparently yo. they're running over a JUCO team, fifty six. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I mean, um, and they're seniors in high school. Um, but yeah, and then just the other, the other. Um, e- e- even if my take on the ESPN thing is, it's clearly a, there's, there's got to be somebody in a conference room there sitting, rubbing their their forehead because even if it is third party, I understand how how that no, happens. No, 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 no. They're not. They're not but, sitting in a conference room rubbing their forehead. They're sitting at home. <laughs> yeah, rubbing, yeah. Well, rubbing the two pennies they have together because they got five. Well, and that's <laughs> what I mean. Somebody, somebody, somebody has to take the fall for this because it's, yeah. it, it just it it comes down to it comes down to ineptness, and that's like I, I you know not to digress, but that was what I was talking about last week. And and now to be to be fair and to give some backstory for your listeners, maybe um, I worked for the Walt Disney company for years. Part of that was for five years in a corporate position where I, I have a lot of friends at ESPN in the HR department and worked with a lot of the people who personality wise, who are no longer there helping them with different payroll issues and things like that. But so I, I have a feel for the company, um, but I'm amazed. Like it's what I said the other day, I referencing many of the things that are going on with the company over the last two years. But I said, you know, even down to this whole uh, Maria Taylor, Rachel Nichols situation, mm. I said, was it just arrogance or ineptness? And either one, something's got to give because it, you look at, you know, with Rachel Nichols, allegedly it was in her contract that she host Countdown. Yeah. And they replaced her with Maria Taylor. Now, I'm not saying Maria Taylor didn't deserve that because I think Maria Taylor is fantastic. But so were you either so arrogant that you were like, well, we're just going to replace her and she'll be a good little woman and be quiet. Or were you that inept that you didn't even realize what was legally in her contract when you replaced her and you could open yourself up for breach of contract? Like, I just I don't know what's going on at ESPN, but it is it is definitely not the worldwide leader that that we knew uh as as kids. Apparently, well, because, Rachel, Rachel Nichols should have been are... a lot smarter and and. And yes, you know, because you, you, you can't you can't get around what she said. Yes, I, I'm not picking I'm not picking sides on that. You're 100 yeah. percent right. I'm not saying she was done wrong or anything else. I, but I'm just saying from the from the ESPN standpoint of 
you know, and I think the funny thing is now that, you know, now they're, they're both out. I mean, I think the funniest thing is that Maria Taylor, God bless her. I love that she took her bag and went to another company. Yeah. Um, you know, but yeah, I just, I don't know what's going on with ESPN. I hope it gets better, man. I mean, just this week they announced, I, I mean, they, so they take Max Kellerman off of uh, first take and, and now Tim Tebow is going to be one of the replacements. Tim Tebow. Stop it. I'm, the, I'm just hearing Irvin. about this right now. Yeah. Uh, what, what, what plan is this? Like, well, Stephen A. Smith. What plan is this? Max, Stephen A. Smith wanted Max Kellerman off. That was his deal. <sighs> right. I read, I read yeah. that, that article yep. came out. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that's, oh, man, it's going to be interesting. It's interesting. Wow. It's interesting. I mean, don't get me wrong. None of this tops Bishop Sycamore. I mean, that is, that is clearly, <laughs> I, I mean, right Ross, Ross these are all early. happening at the organization. Yeah, it's, it is the wow of the week, unquestionably. I'll, um, I'll tell you right now, they keep playing Bishop Sycamore games. I'll keep watching ESPN, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I mean, right? Oh, my goodness. Tom, it's, um, yeah. Well, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Say, no, no, no. It's just ama- it's an amazing st- like it's one of those stories where you just you fir- you initially hear it and you're like what and then e- with every s- consecutive article that you read after it or every conversation like you guys are bringing new pieces to it and it's just literally like the more that unravels you're just like wait what yeah wait what come again like, <laughs> oh yeah. god yeah pretty wild now all right now, now Todd mm-hmm. um we want you to tell us a little more about your podcast. Okay. But before you do so, yes. we've got to get into our Sinister Six because we want to give our listeners an opportunity to get to know who you are. So we'll ask you those six amazing questions. And All then right. we'll judge you. Oh, shoot. Based Getting the horns. Questions. That's right. right. You get the horns, sir. So right. here we go. Are you ready, sir? I'm ready. All right. Big or Pac? Hmm. Mm-hmm. You make me choose, aren't you? Uh, I'm gonna go Pac. Okay, okay. Ooh, what shows? What yeah. shows are you currently streaming? Uh, okay, I'll be honest with you. Right now, and I'm only one episode in. But the the thing that I'm currently uh, streaming right now is Doom Patrol, and I'm only through the pilot so far. Ooh. Only, only, only one one episode in. But that is currently what my plan of binging is going to be I hopefully really like hopefully this weekend season. i really like yeah. that first season i'll tell you that that's all okay. I'll say. that that's okay. well and that's why i wanted to watch it because i've heard so many things about the first season yes. uh i think there's three all together right um yes but yes. yeah i've heard a lot of good things about the first season um so so we'll see i like um I, the reason why i was just like well let me check it out is uh i like some of the stuff that diane guerrero does and i know she's in it so and then i've heard people talking about it so i was like all right let me check it out and it's oh. superheroes so you know, DC. I'll give it a chance. Okay, okay. Uh, number three. What song is played the most on your playlist? Oh mm-hmm. boy. Um, I would have to go with probably "Check the Rod" by Tribe. Really? Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that answer. I'm a Check big run by try. I'm, like I'm a big. I'm a, I'm I'm a big try. Uh, yeah, I would have to go with Check the Run. I like that answer. Okay, you on point, Todd. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Tim. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, dogs or cats? Dogs. 
I like cats, but dog, if I had to choose dog. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hot or cold? Hot, which is the reason why I live here. <laughs> if I wanted cold, <laughs> if I wanted cold, I'd be back up north or in Kansas. Uh, yeah, but, <laughs> yeah, Kansas. I can. Well, Toto, yeah, I can. I can always. Uh, I can. I can. I can live in 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 shorts and a, and a t shirt. I don't need seven layers of clothes anymore. Mm. Final question: Beer or cocktail? All right. Uh, straight whiskey. <laughs> oh wow! Wow, romance, yeah. romance, romance um, status. But that's to what to I'm talking about. to more. No, no, uh, that's it. That's it. Don't, don't, don't justify that. That was good. That was good. Drop the mic. Drop the mic. <laughs> that was perfect. Uh, that good was stuff. Perfect. Good stuff. Perfect. Perfect. Oh, Ross, he survived. Go ahead. Did he survive, Ross? Oh, he survived. He thrived. Yes. <laughs> he thrived. He thrived. He hit us. He hit us with that tribe. Line. I was like, oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. Um, Tom, I probably Tom threw you off. Right? I probably threw you off. I said, I said, Pac earlier. Probably definitely didn't expect me to go tribe. No, I mean, <laughs> I didn't know where it was gonna go. Yeah. I'll be. Let me, let me let me just let, let me just side street on the on the Pac thing. Not that I need to give it any justification, but I I, I do love Biggie, but. During that time period, uh, when when Biggie was big, I couldn't stand Puff, so that ruined a lot of things for me. Boom! Boom! Uh, yeah, Boom! I know. Boom! I know. Sal, but I feel like Sal knows. I feel like I feel like Sal knows this already because I feel like we've had this uh, discussion in the past. But uh, but yeah, I do like I, it, it's biggest 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 Biggie. That's too funny. You know, um, we're gonna have we're gonna have to flesh this out maybe at a later time. We, yeah, we, yeah, we'll we, definitely we we'll definitely have you mm-hmm. back on. Um, I want to, I want to, well, I want you to let everybody know um, the name of your podcast, you know, g- give us a little just about it and, and where they can find it and, and where they can kind of find you and, and all that stuff. You know? All right. Well, we'll do most definitely. Uh, my podcast is Random Thoughts and Best Regards. It is on Anchor, Spotify, uh, Apple, iTunes, Google, all the major, all the major platforms, just like my guys right here, uh, wherever you can find these guys, you can find me as well. It's random thoughts and best regards. Pretty, pretty much on schedule episodes drop every Tuesday. It does sometimes wiggle a little bit. Um, if I can specifically plug this coming week show Tuesday, uh, September 7th, I will say my opinion, uh, I do think this will be one of the highest listened to uh, episodes of the show uh, because it is going to be a special episode that will reflect on the 20th anniversary of 9-11. And mm-hmm. on that show will be my best friend, Ricardo, who has also appeared on the show many times. Uh, and he will tell about uh, his day in the South Tower on the 42nd floor. And uh, so you will get uh, the episode is actually titled... Um, a survivor story. Wow. So uh, you will you will get the inside. You will you will hear firsthand um, about somebody who came to this country with the American dream, worked in the World Trade Center, survived the nine eleven attacks, and and where he is today in life. Um, so it is it is a it, my opinion. It's a it's a must listen. It's a uh, you know it's it's history, uh, and you you get to hear it firsthand. So. Uh, but this episode, this, this this episode specifically, will obviously be more heavier. But normal, random thoughts and best regards episodes, they are lighthearted. They are fun. We cover everything, kind of much like you guys. Um, we can talk about anything. Um, so so it's great. And 
you know, Sal's on it quite often. Um, you know, maybe, <laughs> maybe now I'm, I'm always looking, I'm always looking for new voices. So maybe now we have you and Ross come on as, as a tandem at some point. Um, but, but yep. Uh, random thoughts and best regards. Episodes drop every Tuesday, pretty much. Um, and uh, Spotify, Apple, Google, all the, all the places, all platforms available. Perfect. All platforms. Yeah, definitely, definitely. We'll, we'll, we'd love to come on. You definitely got to have Ross on if I can't ever make it on. Trust me. Um, you know, it's uh, it'll be a good thing. I, I think. Uh, I, I think what I'm thinking in my head now, all of a sudden, is like I, I know I've got. I've got you. I, I've got my shout out to my buddy Lou and uh, and his sports podcast that he's got going on uh, with his co-host Juan. Um, but um, but yeah, man, I, I think we could start like our own little our own little podcast network here. You know? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Our our own little station. We'll figure it out. Look, but, um, look, but yeah. look at you, man. Baller um, status. Quick. Uh, any quick shout outs before uh, before we, we we let you go here? Uh, no, I just I really thank you guys for having me on. Um, and you know let's let's do it some more uh you know cross cross promotion is always it's always great what are they what are they saying in the world of wrestling right now the forbidden door right the world oh, of sports wow. entertainment and wrestling yes. we we got the for, forbidden door so you know cross cross promotion let's get our names out there a w t n a and 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 and, and impact and, or no t n a is impact i'm sorry um it, it's okay i still call it t n a to this day yeah. <laughs> jesus christ um <laughs> old habits die hard what am I thinking of? That's, I think that's it's on... I, I think NWA and no, New Japan, right? Oh, NWA, sorry. NWA, no, yeah, New Japan, and, and what's on for the Forbidden Door? I was talking about. Sorry, I don't know what you. Which... No, NWA as well, but no, there, there's the other one on on Thursday nights. Um, that's oh, no, Impact, it is Impact. Impact, yeah. yeah. I'm messing yeah. up. All right, stop yeah, calling yeah. them TNA. <laughs> yeah. Oh Jesus, but yeah, no, I like that. Yeah, they're doing a great job. But someday, yeah, man. Hey, some um, someday I'll come back on. Uh, if you ever if you ever want a story someday, I'll come back on and I will tell you how I had a handshake agreement with Terry Taylor to go to work for TNA, and then he was replaced by Hulk Hogan and Eric Bischoff, and they nixed the idea to bring me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll 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 definitely have you on for that. So, that that sounds so. a good one. Yeah, um, but thank you so much for coming on, man. It's been a long time coming. Uh, Rob, no, any, uh, no problem. Any final questions or any. Any last words for Todd? No, I, I'm I'm happy that we got a chance to uh, chat it up, Mr. Buono, and um, I look forward to future conversations. Uh, absolutely, guys, I, I love it. And, and again, so, uh, you know, I, a lot of stuff I do is tongue in cheek and 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 uh, a, a bit of dry humor. But I sincerely, I really appreciate you guys having me on. Sal, you know, I love you. Uh, and Ross, it was great getting to do this. So thank you guys very much. Oh, of course, anytime, bro, anytime, guys. We're gonna take a quick break. Uh... Well, <laughs> quick break, quick break for you guys, the listeners. But <laughs> I'm about to go to bed though. Sal, Sal's gonna go Google some more things about Bishop Sycamore. <laughs> yeah, that, that too. But we'll be back, guys. Stick with us. You're listening to uh, Get It How You Live. Get It How You Live. I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. Yeah. Uh, welcome back to the second half. <laughs> Round two, baby, baby. Oh, <laughs> hope you didn't miss us. <laughs> I know. Uh, 
I know uh, it's been a long time since uh, since you guys heard us last. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh, welcome, welcome back to Get It How You Live with a U. With yo. a U. With a U. You. We've got uh, your boys as usual, Ross La Verdur. <laughs> yo, and Saul, yo, you gonna finish these ribs? <laughs> they call me. They call me the big tuna. <laughs> the big tuna, El Jefe, Mister uh, Mister the Bill Parcells of the shit. Yeah. and we've got our. uh Oh, who, who just joined us, Ross? <laughs> the prestigious DC lawyer, Miss Emily. Yes, hello. What it do? How you doing, oh, man? it's been a week, guys. Yo, okay, okay, yeah, it has. It has been a week. Um, let's do this, y'all. Since since it has been a week, and uh, you're coming on right now in the second half of the show, how about you tell us about your wows and pows of the okay. week? Give us give us your wows first. I feel like you know you can hit us with the wows, and then. If there happen to be any pals, we can touch up on that. Maybe we'll come back to him later on in the episode. I don't know, but yeah, give us your wilds and pals. You're you're so you're so prescient, Ross. Um, oh, that's a big wa- attorney word. Yeah, that wasn't on the SAT, so I didn't yeah. study it. It's a good it's a good word. Don't worry. Um, uh, my wow is like super lame. The weather here is amazing right now. After everything that happened with Ida, like we uh, we had heavy rain here too. And now it's like, the weather is just so beautiful. It's like 70, no humidity, beautiful. And I'm not even sad that summer is ending. I'm like, this is, bring it on. Let's go to fall. So... Um, is it safe to assume then that you didn't endure anything from Ida or at least anything crazy from Ida? Nothing. Well, I didn't endure anything crazy, but uh, the public school system like actually shut down on Wednesday mm. at like noon because it was going to be so bad. Um, and a kid died in Rockville because he tried to go. My understanding is he tried to go back into his apartment to look for his mom. And his mom was already outside. Uh, and the water was like literally chin deep on him. And he and he died. So the area certainly had damage and certainly had tragedy. But, you know, I was I was lucky and I was fine. So um, we saw we saw a bunch of I mean, I don't know. You, I don't know if you've seen them online, but uh, a bunch of uh, these like crazy videos from New York. Like, uh, yes. So I know you guys have a metro up there in D.C. Um, I mean, did, did any of that flood like it was flooding in New York, like Not, on 48th Street no, or whatever? No, no, no. The stuff out of New York is like crazy. No, nothing like that in, in D.C. Um, like we've been having some problems with flash flooding and uh, they're going to have to figure out some some remedies. But no, nothing like what was in New York. My friend uh, goes to Rutgers Law School. And they had a picture of the water pouring in and going down the staircases like it was a waterfall. I mean, 
Yo. It probably looked like the day after tomorrow. That's what it yeah. reminded me watching all those videos in New York. Like that's I truly, I 100% would have had a panic attack and been like, okay, this is how I die. Like, I would not this, have made this it. This is how it ends. Or the rats yeah, I, coming I, out of everywhere. You don't want me in a disaster yeah. like that. I'm not going to be helpful. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. That's wild. So, so my pal, uh, this is why Ross was prescient. Uh, we'll just talk about it when we get to the Texas abortion ban. That shit's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah, it's fucking wild. That is that is crazy. The fact that they're gonna try to bring it here is crazy. Um, yeah, yeah. We'll we'll, we'll we're gonna get into that for sure. Yeah, so we'll just uh, leave it. Bit. We'll just put a pin in that and come Word. back to it later. Word. <laughs> um, I'm trying to see here. I, I know a couple a couple funny things to me. Like I'm trying to think. Like I, all right, so Joe Rogan has COVID. I don't, I don't he said a couple sure. funny things to me. Joe Rogan has COVID. All right. Yeah. That's how we start here. All right. We want the Joe Rogan hive to come after us. Yeah, yeah. So well, I literally told a friend this week, I was like, yeah, I have this friend and, uh, you know, they're trying to conserve water in Florida and he's so mad at the anti-vaxxers. He's taking like three showers a day. <laughs> <laughs> at least. I'm, how many, I'm trying to think. I took one when I woke up before before my work before work, which is here to the to the to my office in my because he works from home. Um, <laughs> I love that. I love that. I took a I took a shower. Uh, I I got off early and I went to go uh, play some ball at the gym. So I took a shower when I got home from that. Um, then I went grocery shopping. So I took a shower when I came home from that. <laughs> I hope you have some good moisturizer. I do. I mean, I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. You're going to get wrinkles. No, I'm all right. I don't care about wrinkles now. Whatever. Uh, wrinkles is, wrinkles is, is, the, is the least of my concerns. We passed that age cream. to be concerned about that now. I'm nah, with you. you know, I'd, I'd rather not catch COVID. I want to stay clean and, and pure. <laughs> That's not why you're taking three showers. <laughs> you're right. Let's see. And then I took one before uh, I started this podcast. After oh I ate dinner. God. I took a small rinse. <laughs> A small rinse. Because I cooked dinner. So, you know, I, I had some salmon and, there, you know, you, you got to put a little oil in the pan. So, you know, you, I don't know. You get a little little sweaty cooking, nah? <laughs> I'll probably take another shower before I go to bed tonight. <laughs> go for the five sector. You better, you better it. have some like body oil or some moisturizer or something. I've got, ma- just... I've got lotions and you know Ugh. I'm good. I'll be I as long as uh, <laughs> as long as those anti-vaxxers get what they deserve. And mm. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of, <laughs> yeah, well, seriously. So yeah, Joe Rogan, Mister, got COVID and he goes online and puts the video about him, the medicines he's taken and he started to take that uh, the horse parasite medicine what is the deal with that like why i i mean i i I guess i i I know why because people are idiots um but it's just crazy to me that it's a it's not fda approved for humans right well it's not fda approved because it's horse medicine it's 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 for animals ivermectin it's for animals so like why why do people think they're smarter than 
than the, than the doctor and, and the scientist thinking, yeah, let me like they don't want to take the vaccine, but they'll take horse dewormer medicine that can kill you. And does everyone and everyone loves a life hack? The what? Everyone loves a life hack. They think they're like cracking the system. Yeah. So. Oh, a life hack. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I have to. I, I like to be MacGyver over here. <laughs> Give me a break. The MacGyver of vaccines. No, 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 no. Don't take that vaccine, son. Instead, <laughs> take this horse medicine I got. See? We have to, uh, we have to, we have to stand corrected. Ivermectin. It can be, it can be used in humans for other for conditions. People. Yeah. However, it's used to treat intestinal roundworm infection it's a parasite medicine mm -hmm. covid know, is a bacteria it's for bacteria yeah <laughs> yeah i mean i'm no doctor and i know the difference between a parasite and a virus you know yeah that's all i gotta say about that <laughs> um i you know and and not just him but you know, it, it stinks that people like him have have this uh, this megaphone, you know, uh, to the public. And unfortunately, there are other people that are following in in, in his footsteps that are going to get sick and that are going to take that that medicine. Um, and it won't and it won't help. That's that's yeah. the thing, right? So we haven't necessarily figured out why COVID hits certain people as hard as they do and why it doesn't hit others. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's not that, it's not as, it's not a fatal situation for others. Uh, earlier this week, our friend told us about somebody that he was in a wedding party with, someone who was in shape, caught the COVID, man's died. Whereas, whereas we also know some people who aren't necessarily in the best of shape, catch the COVID, they're out for a week, two, maybe three weeks, but they come, they bounce back. I know somebody on back. life support right now. I just saw their GoFundMe page, bro. So, and damn, that's that's heartbreaking. And so, yes. um, and so we don't know, we don't know exactly why it hits certain people the way it does and not others, but. Oh, I'm sorry, not life support. They're they're on a ventilator. My bad. Let me let me let me. The, the problem well, is that yeah, the ventilators yeah. <laughs> Same thing. It breathes, it breathes for them, and so oh, okay. uh, the, the the those people who possibly are doing better because of other treatments, right? It, it could be that they're doing that. What is it? That mono monoclonal. Yeah, whatever well, that is. They yeah. might be doing that. They might be, they, or their their body is, was just able to withstand it. But then you messed around and, and, and took the ivermectin, mm. and now it's gonna sound to somebody else who looks up to him, or at the very least, listen to his platform, believes the thing that that he does, and all of a sudden you think you're invincible just as well. Joe Rogan had it. He took ivermectin, and but it's not necessarily that the ivermectin saved his life. The ivermectin did nothing but go through his body. Yeah. And, like, he's taking uh, Z-packs, and what else did he say? He said uh, prednisone. A Z-pack. Yeah, which is almost the same thing. I thought a Z-pack was prednisone. A Z-pack, isn't that an, uh, an antibiotic? Yeah, Bro. it's an antibiotic. Bacteria yeah. and parasites can usually be destroyed with antibiotics, right? Yes. Anything viruses, viruses cannot. No, viruses right. need an antiviral. 
And that's what yeah. he's saying on, on that little clip. He's like, yeah, I'm taking an invert. You know what? Matter of fact, I'm going to try to find it. You guys discuss this real quick because uh, I want to, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I just, I, I don't know what's happening, man, with this, with this guy. He's just a nut job. I have no respect for him either, by the way. Like none. I, just, I hate Joe Rogan so much. I hate passion. Joe Rogan. I, uh, I know I don't want to take a quick, I don't want to take a, a this hard of a left. Because this is a whole other topic we could talk digression about. Alert, digression alert. Digression alert. We're good yeah. at those. But uh, the fact that he, um, you know, the free speech thing, like some people just shouldn't have a platform. Like like <laughs> anyone that gives anyone like a Ben Shapiro or Alex Jones uh, a platform, like like even more of a megaphone to, to speak their uh, hateful ideologies and like their hate rhetoric and speech, like you don't don't try to i hate how oh it's under under the guise of free speech you know like yeah he's like he's an enabler that's what that is and you're you're enabling like that's true i see what you're saying i see what you're saying now it, it it's not it's not you know th- that's not that's not cool you know you're not doing it with you're doing it because you're a, you're an asshole and you're a dick and because he's, he's had them he's had them on his platform right he's had alex jones he's yeah. had ben shapiro yeah for and why do we need to hear those people why does anybody need to hear them? Seriously. Like, that that's the thing. Like, I, I, you know, I was having this conversation with my buddy Nathan. Shout out to Nathan about the free speech, you know. And it's like, he's like, oh, well, no, they should they should be able to kind of, you know, say whatever they want to say. I'm like, I don't know, because that it, it's detrimental to society, what they're saying. You know, it, it, it invites we'll, we'll, it invites violence. We'll come back to that when we get to the abortion debate. Mm. Yeah. So I, I, I don't know. You know, I. I, I'm I'm all for free speech, but I think people are are misunderstanding what free speech is, and and also I think people also need to realize that there is always going to be a consequence that comes with what you say. Be ready to 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 accept that consequence. Whether I want to know which doctor is in the face him or it's getting deplatformed. But go ahead. What was that? I said I want to know what doctors prescribing him a antibiotic no doc oh yeah i bet you no doctor is i bet well, you yeah, yeah. You can, I can, yo, yo real talk emily i could get you i could get some antibiotics right now <laughs> over the counter <laughs> over the counter all i gotta do is go to the placita or go to the haitian go to a yeah. haitian spot, <laughs> island spot yeah they'll, they'll have those for me but do we think joe rogan's doing that yo, he's a, he's i mean you could go to Publix. i think you go to Publix and get uh a Z pack? You need a prescription. Yeah, you need. A, I, 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 he's in Texas. He's in Austin. Um, I'm sure he could go to any. He could go to many of those shops. Whether 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 the what, what do they call them for where where they have uh, ethnic foods? Those ethnic grocery stores will have azithromycin for him. I can promise you that. <laughs> Fair enough. He's 54. He's where is he? Is he old. is he married? I don't know. He's 54. I know that. Damn, I, don't think, <laughs> where, I don't think he's married though. Because I was gonna ask where his spouse is from. Maybe she maybe she goes on trips and brings back. I know I know my mom would go to Haiti and come back with um yeah, yeah. I don't know, bro. I, I this guy is is bananas to me, but um I think I found it. Let me see if uh if I got it here. Um because uh, what is this impeachment? Fox? What? What is it? only on FX? So what is some weird show? All right, this might be it. Let me see if I got it. Oh wait, wait, no wait. 
How come uh, Agamemnon's not playing? What's happening here? I'm messing. Oh, this is what's happening. It says he took. Oh wait, wait, wait. That's Joe Rogan. Is this it? It turns out I got COVID. Okay, okay, so that's Joe Rogan saying he's got COVID. Let me see. Okay, so I think this is him talking about it. Uh, perfect. Let me see. <sighs> Sorry, guys. I'm you know I'm still a rookie at this stuff. You know. In treatment. On Wednesday, Rogan told his more than 13 oh. million Instagram audience he had COVID-19 after feeling a little rundown. So I got back from the road Saturday night feeling very weary. I had a headache and I just felt just run down. After the positive diagnosis, Rogan... Hold on. I, all right. I, this is like... They're not a... Uh... Okay, this is it. Let me see. Immediately through the kitchen sink at it. All kinds of meds, monoclonal antibodies, uh, ivermectin, z Well, a version of ivermectin. <laughs> there you go. <sighs> yeah, it's, uh, I mean, I don't know why he would do that. Like, you're not, why, why he would even say that. He should just be like the rest of them and get vaccinated quietly and then rail against it. anyways i thought that was ridiculous i don't know i people don't take horse medicine you're not smarter than a doctor don't be that person if i find out that you did that i'll never let you live it down i'm telling you right now i will i will do everything i can to just shame you for the rest of your life for taking horse medicine rest of your life Speaking of shame, DeSantis has no shame. Oh, <laughs> that uh, guy. Wait, um, is that your wow? Is that your pow? I can't even remember. No, no, I'm not. I mean, we're we're past the wows and yeah, pals. we already had our we wows didn't and even pals. Hear Rosses. No, we already no, had no. the wows and pals. Yeah. Okay. We did it in the first in the in, in the first half. The first half. We're still in the first half. Got- no, we're not. Magic. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Don't gaslight me. Not... I promise you we're not. <laughs> no, no, Maybe no. Saul would, but I wouldn't. No. Oh, <laughs> oh, whoa, I see. Whoa. You just asked me. Wait, wait, wait. I hey, see. Hey. You just asked me. And this, people, like... is okay. how you back the bus up on someone. Go a month of said bus, and then you back it up. Mm-hmm. Beep. Got it. Got but it. I promise you. I promise you, Emily, we are not gaslighting you. Yep. Nope. 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 I follow now. No. <laughs> <laughs> Too funny. Um, no. No. We had a we had Todd on um, for a previous segment. Uh, yeah. 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 Guest. No. I, yeah. I I follow now. I get it now. <laughs> but uh, let me see. So yeah. So I, it's uh with this um. I mean, I think I said I might have uh, alluded to this before. This um platform, I think, works best with three people at a time. So I gotta try to try to keep yeah. it that way up until um, maybe another like two more two more weeks, and then mm, get the ready up. to maybe like two or three more weeks. You're gonna have to have to you know put on some makeup or something pretty soon. Uh, Sexist, but that's I mean, you better yo. get yourself some. You better get yourself some eye cream, Mister yeah. Five Shadows. Oh, all, all of that. I'm gonna need all the lighting I can get and eye cream. <laughs> trust me. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, but anyways, um, yeah. So back to uh, someone that needs that has no shame. Like I was saying, DeSantis. Um, I I don't know where to start with this guy because I 
I kind of just want to run through him through through it real quick. I want to run through him too with my fist. But uh, you know, from sending troopers to uh, yeah, you're right. I don't mean that. Uh, anyways. Listen, you gotta <laughs> say it. Really Listen, I got you. That's why I'm yeah. yeah, I don't mean that at all. I would never wanna wanna punch Death Stances in the face. Um yeah, he sent state troopers to Texas for no reason. Tejas. Um, no, no, there was a reason. Well, yeah, uh, I mean a witch hunt, uh pretty much. Uh when when they're on a they're like on a like they're on a on a shortage right right now here in Florida, law enforcement is, um, so he decides to send them over to another state for you know whatever to chase some ghosts. Uh, meanwhile, they want to beat and pound their chest about being the party of law and order, and they want to you know all this crime that supposedly is happening here. Um, they just get rid of the law enforcement to withholding funds from like uh, I guess what two districts? Is it Broward County? Was that one of them or? Broward is definitely one of them. And then the other one, um, oh man, I forget which one it was. Let me see. Withholding. I remember Leon and Alachua were the two counties that initially. Oh yeah. Leon and Alachua were down too. Wow. Leon and Alachua, really? Yeah, they were the ones, they were the counties that initially challenged it. Let me see. So Broward and Alachua. The federal, the ruling that came out was about those two counties challenging it. Yeah, so school boards in Broward and Alachua counties have mandated masks in schools in a defiance of an executive order issued last month by DeSantis that barred local officials from imposing mask mandates. Um, so I guess I guess those are the ones that, uh, that I mean, I don't know how beneficial that is. Um, not only is, is he doing pulling these stunts while he's like pandering to the, you know, Neanderthal like base that he has around this country. Um, he also, oh man, and here I go. I lost my point because I'm just so, so angry about this guy just doing all the dumb stuff that he's doing um, with the troopers, with the school board, with what else was there that he's been doing? His numbers are, his approval numbers are going down. Yeah. Lying as about these, the COVID numbers. Yeah. As the these COVID, COVID numbers are actually going up. Which, yeah. I I saw something that Tampa schools had to quarantine like 13,000 students and administrators and 2,500 people tested positive. You're so correct. Sure did. Crazy number. Yeah, sure did. Correct. Like, how, what? <laughs> we had like, a, we had like 90 cases a day and they were like, nope, masks everywhere. <laughs> well... That's what happens when you're uh, in a, I guess you're in a municipality right now. They don't want to make it a state, but let's call it a state. Let's call it a state. You know what I mean? That's what happens when you're in a state that is ran by competent people. If only we were a state. I know. Oh, um, this is what it was. Not only that, Maria Bowser. He's also oh. withholding, uh, withholding. What is it like? Eight hundred million dollars for school, for lunch, for for school, for food for kids. Oh, good. Oh, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. That's what. Hold on. I'm. I'm. I'm looking it up right now. Exactly. I knew. I knew about. I knew that Trump hated his guts. I knew that he was withholding pay for administrators in various counties. 
and the federal government stepped in and is actually, you know, what kind of bullshit is this? But the federal government's actually like over here, you know, forking up the bread. Um, I was aware of his approval numbers taking a dip. Him and uh, Mr. Abbott from the great state of Texas, which ironically is the state where he sent state troopers to uh, to protect. And I say this with the biggest quotation marks: the border. Huh. Um, what else? What else did I oh, do? So, yeah, so this is it. He left money on the table. It's like uh, Florida hasn't applied for food aid for 2 million kids. So Governor Ron DeSantis' administration still hasn't applied uh, for up to $120 million in food assistance to more than 2 million Florida children. Like, what the fuck is this guy doing? Florida loves to turn down free money from the federal government. But yeah. I thought he was about the kids, right? Nope. Like I, I like I this, this like all this to me, this man is wild. So, you know, when Ross said, you know, what his numbers are dwindling as the COVID cases are rising, like I really hope so. And I, but I again I I I still see, you know, 51% of the morons here in Florida that would vote him in again. Yeah, they would. You, you have a good amount of people who would, but but now he's got his sights on bigger and better things. Yeah, well, let's see if, if Donald Trump un unleashes the hounds, right? Because he, like you said, he's not too fond of them because he's taking the spotlight. That's right. You follow yeah, the playbook. Like, Florida votes against its interests every single time right so like if it's not him it'll be another jackass mm. when was the last time you had a democratic <laughs> governor yeah that was so like, accurate it'll be another jackass. never like in the bazillion years that i lived in florida they never had a democratic governor came close though came close wasn't chris one nope he wasn't chris a republican. was a republican when he was governor that's right mm. Chris is a huge flip flopper. Flippity flop. Chris also like <laughs> turned down free federal money. He sure and did when he was when he time, was when he was a uh, when he was a uh, a Republican when he when he was a conservative. Carry on. Yep. No. Exactly. He at one point in time, Obama enacted some funds to build high speed rails, and Florida was one of the states in the running to get some of the money. And he was like, "No, it's a waste of money. I don't want it." And what he, like, it's so asinine because the money was earmarked, so it had to go to some states. And so it, it ultimately all it did was go to other states. Like, it all still got spent. Which is ironic. Florida because got now, no benefit of it. And now we're trying to, the state of Florida is trying to build a high-speed rail to connect cities like Orlando and Tampa. In <laughs> Miami, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. No, Charlie Crist is one of the worst political opportunists that there is and his insistence in running in 2010 for senator ensured that Marco Rubio was elevated to the Senate. So fuck Charlie Crist. I fucking hate him. Mm. Tell us how you really feel. I really do. And yeah. and Florida was one of the was the last state or the second to last state to allow gay couples to adopt uh, children. You could foster, you could foster their whole goddamn lives, but nope, you're not fit to fucking adopt. Fucking gross. And Charlie Crist used to uh, 
uh, support that that distinction. So fuck mm. him. Mm. Yeah, it's not looking too hot for yeah, this uh, to, gubernatorial back race. To here, but anyway. I guess. but yeah, also no. don't forget Charlie Brinkley. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> no, but I mean it, it's the truth. Like I don't, I, I just don't know what what more to say about this guy who, who who doesn't care about the kids because. You know, not only is he leaving eight hundred and twenty million dollars in food assistance on the table, but you know, the this Delta variant is affecting kids a lot more than than COVID did last year, like the original virus did. Man, it's heartbreaking. It's scary. Yeah, you got a kid. Scary. Like this guy at my job, um, he had a scare because his his daughter his his daughter's like maybe four. She's which I know she's not she's not six for sure. And he had to stay home a couple of days just because at first, you know, they did a test and then the test was negative. And then they were like, all right, well, let's let's wait it out. Let's do it again. Because what happened was the, the physician's office wasn't able to see her at the time and they didn't want to go to the emergency room. <laughs> I wonder why. And so they were like, all right, we'll wait it out. And so you have to wait a couple of days. Turns out, obviously, that she was negative. So that story ended well. But, yeah, it's it's scary. Mm. It's scary. Because you can only imagine, like, yo, again, kids can't get vaccinated if they're under 12. Yeah. And so um, if we care, we'd, we'd make sure that we uh, we'd make sure that we do everything we can to, to keep the children safe. And not be a coward. Like, what's his face on the school board? What's oh, uh, I, was yeah. I like how you weave that in, son. That yeah. was cool. Don't forget. I forgot. I'm looking at the time. I got about a minute to two to call this clown out for, <laughs> for uh, what, what was it? Let me see. Hold on. Let me see if I can find it here. Um, What was his name again? John. Oh, you, you sent it to me. You sent Argeo. it to me. You sent it to me. Osceola School District. Yeah, here it is. Let me see what we got here. Shout out to Positively Osceola for this. <laughs> yeah, because they had they covering had... everything that is Osceola. Yeah, for real. Um, let's see. They they had a, a school board meeting. Uh, what this last on uh, August the seventeenth. Yeah. Yeah. So then, uh, yeah, John Arguello expresses disagreement with the physician because they had a doctor. All right, on the phone, like on speakerphone, telling them, hey, you know, we, we need to mask these kids up. Like, this is what's happening. Um, you know, I, I'm trying to see here what, what exactly they were saying. Let me see. It opened with the Nemours. So Monday's meeting opened with a Nemours Children's Hospital physicians, uh, Adriana Cadilla and Kenneth Alexander. They were sharing via phone that masks have a positive effect in preventing COVID-19 in schools and in the community. So then here comes Mr. Tough Guy, John Arguello, expressing his disagreement with the physicians. And he starts saying that, uh, Dr. Alexander, can you tell the parents that are in this room that if we mask every student, we will no longer have COVID? Or in the inverse, if we do nothing, that we will not continue to see a decrease, as you mentioned, from 26% to 18% already. Like, first off, like seriously, the to, to 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 jump to that conclusion, like, oh, could could you just say that if they wear a mask, COVID will be over? Like, we don't why would you ask that? Why like 
what, what kind of question? What, how would you categorize that question? Um, like, that's a stupid question. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's how I would categorize it. A right? Stupid question. I don't know how else to get like like I I mean that is like why why would you jump to that absolute knowing full well that's not what what anybody has ever said, and like where where are you pulling this shit from? Just I don't know who he's trying to pander to. Um, let me see. The Dr. Alexander responded like the number of cases we have will be lower if people are masking. Uh, this will decrease the number of people in the hospital, the number of people missing work, the number of people dying, and I think that's what we're what we're supposed to be doing. And then Arguello later called mass mandates a waste of time. Uh, let me see. The audience was heard, yeah, from both sides. Um, let me see. I, I think the only person that had a little bit of sense is uh, Mr. Sacker there on that school board. Um, but it, 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 it's, it's just, it, it is, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I disagree. Um, I, think, I think Mr. Thacker... Was in his uh, was it? I'm 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 setting you up right now, Emily. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Thacker yeah. was in his John Roberts role, in that Ooh. he wanted the meeting to to remain um respectful. Okay. Right, <laughs> because he was like, "We're here to listen tonight. We're not here to be yelled at. We're not here to be belittled. We're going to listen to every different viewpoint of the people who have signed to speak tonight." And the reason why I'm saying that is because later on, towards the end of the meeting. Terry Castillo, she was like, look, I know that it's not popular, but she put forth to have a vote for a mask mandate in Osceola County School District, and no one seconded. No one, there was no one to second the motion. So, Mm. right there. (laughs) So, does that mean more people need to show up to school board meetings? (laughs) Wow, Emily, what a great idea. You know, just spitballing some ideas. <laughs> what a great idea! Yeah, more people should be showing up to school to, to the school board meetings. And again, I'm like, yo, people should take turns. If you can't go to all of them, just put a little group yeah. together. They'd be like, yo, I'll go this week. You go next week. So and so will go the following week. Mm. Hold the yeah. line. Or 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 if 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 they'll have uh, some sort of virtual option, go ahead and do that. I highly doubt it, though. Yeah, I mean, I just you know their little good old boy system is just God. It just makes me want to throw up, man. Yeah. And like I, I I just wish I just wish there was you know just something that that could be done, uh, like um you know like like instantly like like you know like now like instant like instant uh accountability but unfortunately you know these people go on living the rest of their lives like destroying others people other people's lives no regard for anything else yeah other than their own political campaign or career so, uh, you know, oh man, they they make me sick. Maybe you should show up and tell them. Oh, they know. They know. <laughs> they don't know. You didn't show up and tell them. I trust me. They know. <laughs> <laughs> they know. Like you know, and 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 I just you know I don't know, man. These people are idiots. Anyways, speaking about idiots. Uh, I guess the Taliban just uh, officially took over, huh? 
It's Yo, what's up with that? Like, before, tell, tell I mean, me. there's there's no what's up with that. They, they, they it's been official that they took over. Like they, they took over two weeks ago. They took over. Let me not go on that rant again. Um, two things. Let me back it up, and then we'll go back. First of all, um, our friend Mr. John Arguello went to Rollins. Also went to George Washington University. Hey. And he got, I, I said that because I knew you'd appreciate that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all about you. And he got his JD from Barry University in okay. 2020. So I, I make it a habit to avoid people that went to GW. So, <laughs> so, so that, that, that question he asked, that was him trying to put that law school training to use and try to go to the extreme just to show that it's a possibility. Yeah, but, but it's but pathetic. But, but, it's but, but I digress. We were talking about Afghanistan, sir. Yes. So with that said, um, yeah, the U.S. is officially out of Afghanistan. There are no more troops out there. If, I, if, I, if the information that, I, that we've been getting is correct, <clears throat> or if I'm de deciphering it properly. And the only thing... Uh, well, there are many things, but uh, we're seeing that, again, many people are trying to blame Joe Biden. Many people are trying to blame the Trump administration. Many people are trying to blame. And the truth is that blame falls on everyone. Unfortunately, yep. this is this is Joe Biden's administration. He's the one that was like implementing this. So whatever fuck up there may be in the process that falls in his hands. Um, the only thing that I will say is we can't just put it all on him. That's for sure. But um, Afghanistan shows me that when Joe Biden wants to do something, he's just going to fucking do it. So I, I agree with you because he's been against that war for a very long time. Right. Like, so I'm like, <laughs> he's like, what are we doing? What is the goal? What is the mission? What are we doing? <laughs> so, so so I'm like, I, I wish I would see that energy with police reform i wish i would see that energy with 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 voting rights i wish i would see that energy with whatever the fuck is going on with the supreme court get rid of the goddamn filibuster and that's I, as someone who was at one point i first of all had how, how much of how long of a career in the senate like 40 years <clears throat> And he was at one point, by virtue of being vice president of this country, the president of the Senate. So he knows how to maneuver in that space. I need to see more, Joe. I need to see more. <laughs> yeah. I Like, I will say it's totally unfair to lie all of this at his feet and blame him. Like, that is that is so not fair to him. But they knew how many pending applications they had for SIV visas. Yeah. And they knew that there was no way they were going to clear all those visa applications before the withdrawal. Yeah. So I don't know why they didn't staff up to do more applications or have a contingency plan. Like, that's the question that I have is like, yes. you had, you know, since he took office, I think the stat is that he's, approved 5,000 SIV visas, but there's like 80 to 100,000 pending SIV visas, right? So like those numbers just don't jive. What was the plan? 
I don't, that's the piece that I don't Uh-oh. understand. And, and, uh-huh. and shout out to Airbnb for like, Oh, offering support. Like they, they've, they've managed to say they've managed to lock down free um, accommodations, like free housing for about 25,000 Afghan refugees. So shout out mm-hmm. to Airbnb for, for, for at the very least, like, Hey, let's help alleviate the situation for these people who are essentially just in limbo. But yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 again, I already went on my rant, so I'm not gonna. Um, I do want to apologize to everybody. We did experience a little bit of a technical difficulty there. So I know uh, the last thing uh, we had Emily um, speaking about Afghanistan there. And I, I, Emily, you got my text, right? The last thing I heard yeah. was uh, um, how you were saying about the numbers there. So Yeah, um, but then I also heard Ross talking after. So. Oh, yeah, I was I was going in. But oh, well, yeah, well, no, I, I heard think, all of I think Ross, it was a sign from the gods something. telling me to wrap it up. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no. So I don't know. I'll go back and listen um, to see what I need to maybe edit out. But um Pick it up right where you guys left off, I guess. You know what I mean? Just to just to go ahead and, and kind of finish up on that on that Afghanistan point there. Um, well, I what I was going to say, I was going to piggyback off of Ross because and Ross, feel free to say what you said. But um, like, I do think that liberals right now are in a hard place because they didn't. A lot of us did not want Biden as our first choice, but he's who we have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think that we necessarily defend him as much as we should. Um, like, there are a lot of Republicans right now being like, why did we withdraw? This is so crazy. This is botched, blah, blah, blah. But like, they fail to recognize like those same people are avid Trump supporters and fail to recognize that Trump has been from day one, like, we got to get out. What are we doing? There's no mission. There's no goal. It's not achievable. We're wasting money. We're wasting lives. Like we have to get out. Like it's actually one of the very few things I have ever agreed with Trump on. So I feel like we are not doing a good enough job to say like, wait, the whole country, Republicans and Democrats agreed we needed to get out um, and push back on all these Republicans now saying that they're going to have all these investigations in Congress. Like, fuck you. Trump set this deadline. He negotiated all these deals with the Taliban. Like, this was the 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 hand that Biden was dealt, and he's he's gotten us out. Um, and it wasn't flawless. And so, to the fact that it wasn't flawless, fine, investigate that piece. But I just really hate all these Republicans now coming out and being like, I don't understand why we're doing this. Like, dude, your president put that shit in motion. So that's my piece. And um, I totally agree as far as that goes, because he did that. He, and, and again, my 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 beef and, and you make a good point like that, this is the hand that we were dealt. But my beef is just, yo, I want to see that same energy of just getting shit done with other mm-hmm. shit. That's it. Yeah. That's all I want. That's yep. all I want. I agree. You know, we, I mean, we, we, we have, a, we have a, a Supreme Court that's running rampant. Okay, cool. Um, they, they got that bag right now. Let's, 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 let's take the L on that. But talk, but talk to some of these judges that are close to retirement. 
like, yo, my man, we, we don't want to get caught up in the same situation we just had happen with RBG, right? Let's let's get let's let's get somebody else that you you 80 plus. Let, let's start talking about you going home, enjoy enjoying your 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 farm, enjoying this nice piece of land you have out <laughs> in wherever. They say they could say the same thing to, to, to President Biden. <laughs> I'm firmly in the in the camp of term limits for judges. You know, I let's talk about that. Go forever. Um, I don't understand anybody, Biden included, who's like 80 and still wants to have a job. I <laughs> I endeavor to retire as early as possible. Yeah, I, I don't want understand. a job now. <laughs> Facts. I, you know, I mean, I need actually, one. <laughs> I really aspire to be independently wealthy, but because that's not an option for me, I aspire to retire as early as possible. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's mm. yeah, man. And and I hate to say it, but like cognitively, these people are not the ones that should be leading the country. Uh, I can say that because I worked for retired senior judges. There you go. It's okay. We don't have your full government on here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I know we have, we have control of of the house and the Senate, right? We do, but, but Joe Manchin and Kirsten Sinema apparently wield more power than anybody. You know what I'm saying? Yo, somebody to talk to Joe Manchin over to West Virginia and be like, listen, mm-hmm. Joe, the same type of party we're trying to have right now. Go to his houseboat in D.C. You feel me? Like, yo. Strong arm. Strong arm. Right, straight <laughs> up, yo. See, and uh, this this makes me miss Rahm Emanuel. <laughs> <laughs> this makes me miss Rahm Emanuel. Because he would, he would run up on you anywhere. You have congressmen talk about, yo, we would be getting out of the showers. And he'd be there waiting for you with that little nub. <laughs> Ready to poke you in the chest with it. Mm. Yeah. So who I do mean, we need to be? That's the reason we can't get rid of the filibuster, right? And one man. There you go. One man holding holding America hostage, holding like, progress hostage. Let's see. Yeah, I mean, one man who was elected in Bumblefuck, West Virginia, is now basically the one controlling the entire country. Yeah. Doesn't seem very democratic to me. You know, it doesn't seem democratic to me. This abortion law in Texas. I want to go off. Texas in general. Texas in general. There's nothing. You can walk around now with a handgun. No, no, you don't need to sign anything. You can just go in and buy one like at Walmart. Don't Don't fall for that BS, yo. Texas, Texas is is the is the the pilot test. Yeah, mm. that's all it is. I uh, I'll I'll let Emily take this away since. Uh, <laughs> okay, I, do I have an I, I hour? Mean, do I have two hours? Do I, have I can't. Three hours? I can't give birth. So you know. Who am okay, I? <laughs> how would it be? Would it be helpful for me to explain what the Texas law is and why? Break it down, right? counselor. Okay. Break it down. <laughs> okay, so. We know that the current state of the law is that it is constitutional to have an abortion before the fetus is viable. And that's typically 22 to 24 weeks arguments around the margins. Okay. Mm -hmm. But that's like five months or more that you can have an abortion. That's constitutional. 
that was Roe v. Wade. Then there was uh, another case called Casey that basically said you can't put an undue burden on a woman seeking an abortion. And that's where a lot of the challenges have come from in the past couple decades is like, you know, there's been what they call the TARP uh, laws, which are targeted laws against abortion providers that say like you have to have ER admitting uh, privileges or your hallways have to be X feet wide, blah, blah, blah. Like targeted specific legislation on abortion clinics to try to hamper their ability to provide the care. Those are those are the actions that have been challenged as imposing undue burdens on women. Or for instance, like you have to meet with your doctor on the first day, but then you can't get an abortion until the third day or whatever, right? Like you follow me, that's the undue burden sort of analysis. And that's where a lot of the legislation has been, a lot of the challenges have been recently. This is a completely different type of law and lawyers are scratching their heads being like, what do we do now? So basically, normally if the state passes a law that you believe is unconstitutional, you file suit against the government. You, Governor Abbott, have violated my constitutional rights by enacting this law. Mm-hmm. The, the Texas law specifically says that any abortion after six weeks is illegal, knowing full well that that's unconstitutional. But what they say instead is the government employees are specifically restricted from actually uh, enforcing the law, okay? So if they can't enforce the law, then who do you sue to say that you're violating my constitutional rights? I can't say, Governor Abbott, you're violating my constitutional right to seek an abortion because he has no right to enforce the law, right? So he's actually, in theory, not violating my rights. And instead, they specifically deputize private citizens to be able to bring civil suits against somebody who gets an abortion or aids and abets in getting an abortion. And aiding and abetting is really broad. Like, you know, they're talking about obviously the abortion provider and medical staff, but like if you drove the person there to get the abortion, if you paid for the abortion, like you're aiding and abetting. And let me just put like a fine point on it. You're aiding and abetting somebody to do something that's legal. (laughs) like i aided and abetted driving somebody to a restaurant that's legal but apparently if it's to an abortion clinic it's illegal okay even though like under the constitution it's legal and it allows the person that brings the civil suit to get ten thousand dollars plus their attorney's fees so people really have no disincentive to not go ahead and file these suits and very differently Like, say I'm an abortion provider that provides one abortion against the law. Any number of people can sue me for that one abortion. Unlike in a criminal case where I can only be tried and convicted once for my criminal act, civilly, they can be sued hundreds or thousands of times, okay? So, that's crazy. All the abortion (laughs) clinics in Texas have basically said, like, the risk is too high. 
we won't survive financially. So we're just going to stop providing abortions after six weeks, which by the way, most women don't even realize they're pregnant at six weeks. I was about to ask you a question (laughs) and you just answered it. Yeah. Most women are never going to realize that. So effectively Texas has banned abortions because the abortion clinics have assessed the risk and have decided it's too financially risky for them to provide the abortion services when Joe Schmo down the block can sue them and then like the whole neighborhood could sue them, right? Like the, it's financially not feasible. So <laughs> it's a fucking mess. It's a to- it's a totally novel concept. If you want me to talk about the Supreme Court case, I can. But now Florida is saying that they're going to enact a similar statute. Um, and I just have some food for thought, which is like, number one, we should be suing every Republican who makes their mistress get an abortion because they aided and abetted that. Um, but like to make to make the analogies like, OK, so in D.C., you can have a firearm if you've gone and gotten the license and you've registered it and blah, blah, blah. Right. You can have a firearm in your house. And the Second Amendment says you have a constitutional right to a firearm. D.C. could pass a law that says, okay, we're not going to actually enforce this law, but any civil person can go and file suit against somebody and say, you have a firearm in your house. Uh, I want the $10,000 in my lawyer fees. Right? Like, that's insane. Same thing for, like, First Amendment cases to say, You have a constitutional right to free speech, even if we don't like it, even if you're fucking Joe Rogan, right? Like, you've got the constitutional right to free speech, but we're going to enact a law that says anytime that you say something homophobic, racist, uh, you know, xenophobic, etc., a civil, uh, a private individual can sue you civilly for $10,000 and their attorney's fees. Oh, but we're not going to enforce it, right? Like, it's unconstitutional, but how do you strike down that law? It's really tricky. Um, and so, yeah, it's really, a, it's, really, it's really terrifying. It's really terrible. All the women in Texas are really fucked. Um, but because it's such a weird legal theory that they have come up with, it can be enacted in many states and cause havoc on women's lives for years to come while it works its way through the court system. Um, and I'm just saying, if they're going to do that to us, we should do that to them on gun rights and free speech and everything else that's constitutionally protected. Well, what happened when said case was brought before the Supreme Court? Mm. Okay, so let me give you like the cliff notes. Basically, abortion providers tried to bring a suit against all the like courthouse staff, the clerks, the judges, etc. Saying like, okay, I know you're not supposed to enforce the law, but by virtue of private citizens bringing these suits, you're going to be the ones adjudicating and giving effect to the law. Like, you're putting the law into effect by doing that. So we're going to sue you guys. Um, And it went up to a federal judge. And the federal judge was like, yeah, I think that's right. I think you can sue the courthouse staff. I think that's fine. 
And then it went up on appeal. And then the appeals court was like, wait, no, you can't do that. Time out. Like they put a pause on it. So then the abortion providers filed uh, for a preliminary injunction with the Supreme Court. Um, And the shadow docket of the Supreme Court are basically cases that are decided on the papers, meaning there was no full briefing, there was no oral argument. Sometimes it's just like, will you take this case up on appeal? And then the court says like, no, we're not. We're going to let the lower court appeals court opinion stand. You know, the shadow docket is kind of the stuff that happens in the background or that happens really quickly because of expediency issues. And the Mm -hmm. shadow docket became really important during the Trump administration because they were always doing shit haywire and not following any procedure. Um, So the shadow docket has become more more people are aware of the shadow docket now than they were before, but they filed and they said, we need a preliminary injunction before this law goes into effect because everyone's going to be irreparably harmed if, if the law goes into effect, the Supreme court didn't. And and there were no full briefings, no oral arguments, nothing like that. It's all in the papers. The um, Supreme court let it go into effect because they didn't issue a preliminary injunction right away. But then the day after it went into effect, they issued an opinion, 5-4 split. Um, And basically, the majority said, we're not even going to deal with whether it's constitutional, because, uh, P.S., it's fucking not, right? But they basically punted and said, like, we can't really, like, this is such a novel issue. Like, we can't really decide it in this fashion. Um, and so they let it go into effect. And the dissenting opinions, which was Breyer, Kagan, Sotomayor, and uh, motherfucking uh, Roberts and Roberts, they all wrote separate dissents. And they all basically said, like, this is way too big of an issue to decide on the papers. We should take our time. We should get the briefing. Like, we should really hear this out. And. Uh, like Kagan specifically said, like, it doesn't make any sense that a state could enact a law that they know is facially unconstitutional, but do it in a way to avoid judicial review, right? Like that just in your gut doesn't feel right, right? Like the Supreme Court exists to review legislation, (laughs) right? So to try to circumvent them, like, just does not seem correct. And, but it, again, it's such a novel thing that it really requires additional briefing and consideration. Um, so really what's probably going to have to happen, practically speaking, is an abortion provider in Texas is probably going to have to bite the bullet, provide and the- do it, right? Huh? Is gonna have to bite the bullet and do it. Provide do someone it. with their yep. services. Get sued. Yep. A certain state court that it's unconstitutional. Work its way up through the appeals court. Work its way back up to the Supreme Court. And like, God knows that could take two or three years, right? Like, yeah. so in the meantime, you have all these women in in Texas that are totally fucked, and. Other states are going to start doing the same thing. 
So that's also going to be hard for other other states. And like, uh, uh, I want to say in 2015 or 2016, the Supreme Court considered a, a TARP law in one state and ruled it unconstitutional. And then another state, after that opinion came out, still enacted like the very same statute. And then that still had to go up to the Supreme Court. So like, just because the Supreme Court strikes down Texas's law as unconstitutional does not mean that the story is over for all the other states who enact similar laws. So it's really a big deal. Um, and we don't even know if, if when it actually gets to the Supreme Court on the merits, if it will still be a 5-4 split and overrule abortion entirely, right? Yeah. Um, it's hard to conceive of that because precedent matters, but uh, it's just such a different case, just such a different situation that um, a lot of people are like, mm, we don't, you know, it's kind of unch- uncharted territory. I want to know who wrote that law. I want to well, know who worked on that shit because. <sighs> The Supreme Court justices, those five, they were like, in reaching this conclusion, we we stress that we don't purport to resolve definitively any jurisdictional or substantive claim in the mm-hmm. applicant's lawsuit. In mm-hmm. particular, this is not based in any conclusion about the, constitu- the constitutional <clears throat> quality of Texas's law and in no way limits other procedurally proper challenges to the Texas law, including in Texas state courts. They're like, look, y'all figure this shit out, but we yes. can't touch it right now. Yeah, that's really, I think they were like, this is a clusterfuck. You guys need to figure this out and then present it to us. But they really, the, the difference is they could have granted the preliminary injunction while everybody figured it out and briefed it and presented it to them, right? The fact right. that they didn't grant the preliminary injunction is telling. And will have very real world consequences on women in that state and soon to be other states, I am sure. Um, And so I just go back to like, if that's how they want to play, if they want to play that dirty, I feel like we should be doing it in return for all the shit they care about. Um, Is this is this thing called the Texas Heartbeat Act? Is that what that is? Probably. Which, by the way. There is no heartbeat at six yeah. weeks. There's <laughs> cardiac uh, cells. Let's see. So that bill was joint authored by representatives Phil King, Dan Flynn, Tan Parker, and Rick Miller. Yeah, but there's they didn't write it. a lot of it. pro-life organizations that were involved. Yeah. Also, there okay. is no exception for rape or incest. Yeah, none whatsoever. Um, These are all men that did people, this too. You know, there are organizations <laughs> coming out being like, I think it's best for everybody if that, you know, if the woman has to carry it to term, which is crazy town. So, um, 57 sponsors or co-sponsors of the 150 members of the Texas House of Representatives. God. Former state senator Wendy Davis said HB 1500 was the most dangerous I've ever seen. Yeah. It really is because it's it's not just a, oh, hey, you can't get an abortion after six weeks because that would be struck down immediately. It is the, it is the infusion of the government can't enforce the law and instead 
civil private citizens can. I, 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 and like companies are staying quiet about this too. Like, yeah. I, I wonder what, what, I mean, how does that affect that? You know what I mean? Cause I, I would like to think that. You I'll know, tell you how it affects that. Yeah. Yeah. T- please. We're not at having a fucking underground railroad out of Texas for women to have abortions. Yeah. This is what's going to happen. You're going to find out that you're pregnant and now you're going to have to get get make arrangements so you could go to Oklahoma or Arkansas or New Mexico, right? And then you're going to go ahead and uh hopefully be able to get that well, taken care of. And by the way, some of the people who have been involved in this legislation have said they don't fully understand the jurisdictional limitations, meaning could you also sue somebody in Texas if they aided and embedded somebody leaving the state to get an abortion? Right? Like, aid and abet is a really broad term, particularly when you're aiding and abetting something that is constitutional. <laughs> this is where we are. Like, it is constitutional to protest. If you aid and abet by driving somebody to the protest, you can be sued? That's crazy. Mm, so, that's where we are. Yeah, no, it's, it's, and you can be prosecuted ad nauseum, right? There's no limitation to how many times you can be sued. Whereas in a criminal case, it's once, right? One and done. I mean, unless there's a mistrial, blah, blah, blah. But like, you know, you, one act, one penalty. This is one act infinite amount of cases huh. yeah I'm, I'm, I'm just worried about that happening here and coming yeah. to florida i and... i think we should sue every male that inseminates the woman who gets the abortion yeah. <laughs> aided and abetted right. the abortion by knocking her up that sounds makes sense <laughs> yeah, that's fair to me <laughs> Anyway, it's totally, it's, it's, it is different on so many levels. But, but Um, that's it though, right? So if I'm a Texas Republican congressman or whatever the case may be, but I have means and then I get lady X pregnant, we can't do this mm -hmm. in Texas. Yo, I'll fly you out to Colorado, put you up in a hotel, Mm -hmm. you get your procedure and then you come back. I can do that. Yep. Because but I now got the I bread. Can sue you. <laughs> you know, now but... I can sue you and I can get every friend I know to sue you. So, damn. That's the way, that's how I'm going to pay off my student loans, guys. Gonna... <laughs> 10 G's. You're going to have somebody posted up in Texas. <laughs> You're going to have people posted up in Texas, yo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's really bad because basically the abortion clinics now are saying we're not going to do it, we're not going to provide those services past six weeks. Yeah. I mean. Hmm. Yeah. Man, oh man. I I just, you know, uh, I Don't make me wear a mask. Yeah, exactly. Word. I can don't make me wear a mask. Definitely sue you for having an abortion. Don't don't make me wear a mask. Make sure you have that baby and whether or not you can take care of that baby, I don't care. 
no free lunch. Yeah. Yeah. Make sure you, you have no, that damn no food assistance. No. <laughs> so you can starve to death while he's got COVID. Mm. That's where we are. It's bleak, now. guys. It's bleak. <laughs> my bad. My bad. Hold on. He or she can starve to death mm-hmm. while he or she or they have COVID. <laughs> word, word. I'm going to tell you what, um, Emily, I don't know if any of uh, these universities Woo. near where you live have any uh, adjunct posts available, but you broke that shit down. <laughs> you, should, you should give us some thought, friend. Yeah, I mean, look, like that's not normally in my wheelhouse, and it's normally an issue I don't pay that much attention to, but it is, I mean, hey, kudos for them for coming up for some crafty ass legal workaround. Yeah, I want to know who wrote that shit. Like, like those people, that was smart as shit. Yeah. And I would like to use it for my own purposes. I want to know what group, like yo, they have was, a they have a snitch website. That was slick. Yeah, they, I want a snitch a, website for everybody who has a website firearm, where you can actually go to this website and tattle on someone getting an abortion. Yo, straight yep. up. Although everyone's trying to flood it with fake tips. That's what I did this morning. <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> it asked me but for like, your county. Betty Johnson, <laughs> like Beaumont, Texas. It, it it asked for your county. It asked for all this information. I was like, your mom's butthole. That's the county. <laughs> you need to make it less obvious. Well, it's but, just too funny. It's like, too funny. I love I love I love doing those things and you know like think putting about the NRA nuts that would lose their <laughs> goddamn minds if there was a similar website about that and saying like civilians go go file suit about that guy having too many guns in his house even though they're constitutionally allowed we should do that about people with trump flags still up is there like a a a number i can call to tattle (laughs) on people with trump flags still up on their house yeah yeah is it the feds i mean you could pass a law (laughs) dc could pass a law that says like we find trump signs antithetical to uh our community and we find that they are symbolic of hate, which has no place in D.C. We're not going to enforce this law, but hey, neighbor, if you see a Trump sign in your yard, in, in your neighborhood, bring a civil suit against them for $1,000 and attorney's fees. <laughs> yeah, like, I'd love to do that's that. That's what they are saying. I would totally be on that website. <laughs> be like, they live on Triangle Ave. <laughs> I'd send a picture right at him, right there. That's them, right there. Uh, feds, the feds got time to go after Mickey D's ice cream machines. Why they're never working? They should go after this. That's all I gotta say about that. Look it up. If nobody, just look it up. I'm not gonna go into nah. it. But look it up. The FBI's looking into ice cream machines at McDonald's. That's funny. Just throwing it out there. Oh man, Ross, did we, did we gotta head up, get how you live real quick, or? I mean, do we have time? Yeah, 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 yeah. We 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 got quick time. Whatever, man. I'll, 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 I I gotta sorry, go back and listen to the other one. Oh, no, no. Definitely, chill, chill. Yeah, we needed it. We needed it. You, you, you. All right. You all right. Yeah. Well, I won't talk for too long, but I will tell you. I, I'm I'm sure you all have heard about um, Theranos. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Oh, I, I know Cyrano. Yeah, so shout out to uh, 
Shout out to Elizabeth Holmes. She's 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 going to trial now. Mm-hmm. So shout out to Elizabeth Holmes. Um, she was what back in like 2014. She was like 30 years old, and uh, she was like you know she was claimed the fame was that she was a she was a Stanford University dropout, and um, she had founded a company that was valued at nine billion dollars. Yes. That supposedly was able to like revolutionize the way that we diagnose diseases. Yeah, it was um, a blood, I think it was blood technology. Right? Exactly, like, exactly. Yeah. Like with a few drops of blood, uh, they would do they would do something they called the uh, Edison test. And the Edison test would be able to like figure out if you had, you know, something like cancer or diabetes, like real quick without without the need for you to get like needles or anything of the sort. <laughs> um, Rupert Murdoch invested. One of my favorite people in the world, Henry Kissinger invested um that was very sarcastic by the way for those of you who know who henry kissinger is um and yeah but by like 2015 turns out that uh shit didn't even work at all she bamboozled straight up straight up so she had all kinds of investment again she was valued at nine the company not her the company was valued at nine billion dollars you know what her personal net worth is as of two days ago? What is it? Four point five billion with a so B. She still, she still kicked up. Yeah. So with this said, <laughs> according to Forbes. So with this said, ago. our friend or our subject, Miss Holmes, is about to face twenty years, up to twenty years in prison. If she's found guilty, she's got about twelve charges of fraud against her. But um, what I want to say is that her defense is that she was in an abusive relationship with a gentleman by the name of Ramesh Balwani. Oh, I saw a picture of him. He looks fucking suspect. <laughs> or 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 Sunny is what he went by, and that he looks gross. This well, they were like twenty years apart, which there's you know uh, you yeah. do what you do, but you um, can definitely tell. Oof. But um, but uh, Mr. Balwani's relate the relationship she had with him distraught because it was an abusive relationship. She was sexually abused. She was emotionally controlled by him, and at the time of these <clears throat> alleged crimes, that was for you. She's like with. relatively attractive. This is ridiculous. I, I don't know what that has to do with anything. But oh, um, this guy is just this guy looks like he, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, I don't even know what he looks like. It's he looks like a like a Goomba from the Mario Brothers. <laughs> That's Emily, what he looks Emily, like. Emily, get your friend, <laughs> anyways. Go ahead, go ahead, Emily, get your friend. <laughs> um, yeah, she's saying she's saying that she's saying that basically her defense is that basically her mental state was altered at the time that she was committing those crimes and that's why she should be found innocent. So with that said, I have to give her props because Rupert Murdoch lost $120 million that he invested in Theranos. I'm just saying. So Miss, uh, Miss Holmes, get it how you live. Oh, swindling all these people for all this, all these truths to come out. 
And for you to still be worth $4.5 billion, that's respect. Mm. That's respect. I don't know what's going to happen when it's silver. I remember there was an HBO documentary. Now I'm definitely going to watch it. Oh, it's yeah. good. Watch it. Shout out to her, y'all. Shout out to her for, for, like, for coming up with that like defense. Steve Jobs black t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, she had the black on. turtlenecks. Yes. Yeah, her picture's on here holding that. Yeah, yeah, this is <laughs> yeah wild. she had the black she, turtlenecks. She does have she does have the crazy eyes, though. You know what I mean? Like you could tell. Well, she yeah. was in an abusive relationship with uh, with a you, what did you call him? A goomba? Yo, you got to be crazy to be in a relationship with a goomba from Mario Brothers. I mean, it really that all though to me sounds way more. I mean, I haven't followed it that closely, but it sounds way more to me like mitigation, not a defense of the crime. <sighs> Well, let's see how it all plays out. What I can tell yep. you is that uh, a professor of clinical pharmacology, Dr. Phyllis Gardner, told Holmes, like, yo, this shit ain't going to work. <laughs> told mm. him straight up, dude, it's not going to work. <laughs> and she mm. didn't care. She tried to keep it pushing. So let's see what happens. Yo, if Shorty wins this case, and it's found innocent by reason of, I'm guessing, what, temporary insanity? Mm. But it's, like, not even temporary Anyway, if she wins the case. If no, I said it's lifelong case, insanity yo. by the look on her face. Shout out <laughs> to her. And I want to know, will there be restitution? <laughs> Oof. She's only 37. She's only 37, fam. Wow. February I 3rd. think she'll be convicted, but I'm wow. going to be anything serious. Yeah, she's definitely going to jail. Mm, maybe. Her and her her and the Middle Eastern Goomba. No, <laughs> he ain't got nothing to do with this. Yeah, they'll they'll, they'll find out he does though. <laughs> so that's uh out, that's, that's what I got, yo. Wow. All right. Uh Ev, you know what's coming. Shout outs. Give Shout them outs. Miss Connie. You know, my my mom. <laughs> Yeah, shout she out listens. to Connie. I also say, you know, <laughs> you know, all, all my lady fans. Yeah, the, the lady all, fans all, you got. All three of you. Words, you got fans, B. That's why I had to put a post up. She does, she does. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the ladies out there digging Emily. Give no, her a shout out. My wife, my wife be like, yo, is Emily going to be on tonight? I was like, no, oh, I don't think so. She's like, mm. Oh, my God. Well, I would advocate that your wife be on one night. Nah, 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 nah. nah. I'm just joking. She could be on anytime she would like to. Yeah, that's the right answer, boy. I I highly doubt that she'll want to. I know her. I highly doubt that she'll want to, but yeah, why not? I'm just saying she should be. We'd all like to hear from her. Medical professional. You know what? We should you should start a petition (laughs) that all 16 (laughs) people would be like, yo. Maria, on please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> all of all, all seventeen of our fans. I think that's no, right. That's we're right. up yeah. to nineteen. I think we got nineteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Todd, Todd, Todd brought Todd. Todd brought some legitimacy to our. Yeah, first shout place. out to Todd, <laughs> the Todd father, the Todd uh, father. Yeah, uh, Ross, shout outs. Well, shout out to my wife, who I don't think is gonna get on the show, but I would love for it to happen. <laughs> for real. If, y'all were, if y'all were gangster enough to. Uh, to get a little uh, a little petition going, that would be that would be great. Um, that's it, yo. My wife, my kids, y'all know how I roll. 
I don't have I don't have a I, I think I think we spent enough time today. This is a long enough episode, so I'm not gonna go on any rant of anybody that did anything egregious, except for Roy Johnson, head coach of the uh Bishop Sycamore football team. Hey. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Oh man, what a that that guy's uh how I don't I don't want to say he's my hero, but wow. <laughs> right now, um, right now, uh, Elizabeth is is my hero. Elizabeth Holmes, like mm. four point five billion. Shout out to her, Fact. Billy. Uh, shout out to uh, those boys at LA Insurance, uh, LA Realty as well. Uh, Alan, Ray, and Charles. Uh, shout out to uh, Tori uh, and Be Nice. Come catch me on Monday nights. I won't be there this Monday. We we, we might be closed because it's the holiday. Let's see. So, but usually on Mondays I'm there, especially for Monday Night Football coming up. So we'll be doing Monday Night Football's uh Monday Night Football at a uh, at Be Nice, really? um, the yeah the corner of Washington and Roslyn. Uh, it's gonna be a good time. Um, I'm like it'll be it, it's kind of like my thing. I'm, I'm I'm setting it up so it'll 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 be it'll be fun. Um, let's see. Shout out to Kenya Robinson and the Blixel Restock Image Project, and uh, shout out to Long Shots Bar and Billiard. Shout out to Harold. Shout out to Mo. Uh, shout out to A Town Alex out there, and uh, uh, that's about it. Yeah, this was a, this was kind of a long episode, but it was worth it. Trust me, you guys, it was worth it. Actually, it was. Yeah, it really was. Um, yeah, I guess that's it, huh? Yo, shout I out to Emily for coming on. Much appreciated. Shout out to yeah. the dog father for coming through. Facts. Yeah. Um, yeah. Always happy to be here. Words. That's right. I can't wait till uh till I get my surprise set up in a couple weeks. Mm. Good. It's gonna be great. Have a good week, see. guys. Yeah, enjoy the weekend, guys. Listen to us, Peace. tell all your friends about us. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, get out how you live, and all that good stuff. Interact, leave messages. Yeah, we love you guys. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Bye.